Homestead, welcome back to Ship of Fools, a nautical D&D actual play podcast. My name is Hannah McLean, and I am your dungeon master on this nautical adventure. Uh, joining me today, I have Andy Latai. Finn Fisher. Wow. Mm. No Lonnie Steve. I'm, I'm dark and gritty now. No, you're not. <laughs> not yet. The ocean hungers for blood. <laughs> also joined by No Lonnie Stevenson. Uh, I'm Reagan Starkweather. I'm shy and retiring now. Well, but you have the same voice, just higher pitched. <laughs> yes, that's how that works. And Taylor Wallace, Malachi Kassir, <laughs> who's not doing a hard pivot with his character. <laughs> you see, I said that in the normal voice, but Malachi's a really chipper guy now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. What's there to be chipper about? The world is torment. Uh, <laughs> Why would you say something like that? <laughs> this is no place for you, Starkweather. Run on home to your toys. Oh, okay. I'm in me mom's car. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <And> great. <laughs> okay. Welcome to uh, episode 24, everyone. Um, Holy shit, that's a lot of episodes. It really is a lot of episodes. Quite a few. And yeah, we are back in the charming little seaside town of Gillsbury. Um, Let's do a quick recap and then we will dive right in. So last episode, uh, everyone woke up from an unsettling series of dreams. Um, Finn woke up from his, you know, was underwater uh, speaking to (laughs) Kathoth. Um, Meanwhile, up top, Reagan and Malachi kind of processed their mutual unsettling dreams. Uh, Processed is a generous generous term. (laughs) Processed, uh, hear the air quotes around that. Um, (laughs) Managed to uh, make their way down to the beach to look for Finn. Had a a quick conversation with Nurgle where they learned that Finn was underwater. Uh, Shortly after, meanwhile, underwater, uh, Finn got some lore, um, some information from Kathoth, who introduced himself as a follower of Finn's father, uh, the Lurker in the Deep, um, and as a, who had been sent to tell Finn that his father was requesting his presence at a center of power that exists in the, kind of the center of a coral reef near Gillsbury, um, and that Finn should be there for a certain kind of, like, spike in power that was going to happen, um, at midnight tonight, um, and that the Lurker in the Deep wanted him to be there for some reason. Um, Finn then came back, rendezvoused with, uh, Reagan and Malachi, and the, uh, group collectively, um, kind of, Reagan and Malachi stayed up while Finn got some sleep, um, and the next day you guys kind of, with some time to kill before the party, again, in quotes, uh, at the, uh, the center of power, um, you decided to do some investigating into John, the kind of mysterious man who had just kind of come to, come to Gillsbury for no reason, uh, learned that John actually seems pretty legit, and, like, he really did just come from the big city and wanted to settle down, um, however, Mr. Gar, the man he's staying with, uh, seems, like he was asking kind of a lot of pressing questions and also had something magical in his room, which there isn't really any explanation for. So that's where we left off is with you guys kind of talking about maybe going to talk to Father Ceviche and seeing if there if he knows anything about um, like a priest from the mainland who came to 
uh, town a few weeks ago, um, as well as just you, it's about midday now, um, you guys have, like, a bit of time, so, so you've still got, like, 12 hours or so before you're supposed to be out at the center of power, you would know that, uh, Finn, you have a kind of a general idea of where this reef is, you know that if you guys get, like, a fishing boat or something like that, um, it will take, uh, like, about half an hour for you to get your boat out to there, and then you're gonna have to dive, um, into the reef, and you're not entirely sure how long that that will take all right so reagan reagan's still messed up from the lack of sleep right correct i have yeah. one level of exhaustion what do we what do we need to fix that a long rest uh you need a long rest gets rid of a level of exhaustion we also still need to talk to father ceviche Hey, is there anything else that could get rid of exhaustion <laughs> that we talked about before? The only other thing that gets rid you need like a greater restoration spell, which is a fifth level spell. I think I might know a guy. No, you don't. <laughs> you would know oh. you would know that Father Ceviche does not have access to fifth level spells. <laughs> Alright, I don't We're know. We're heroes and we don't even have access to that. Oh, yeah. did I did I not tell you that, that Min is also like a fifteenth level cleric? No. Is that not in the document? No. <laughs> Min, who teaches at the one futon school. <laughs> futon? <laughs> futon? <laughs> wow, clearly none of you listened to our last session. That is correct. I did not. All right. Well. Um, yeah, so you guys you guys had talked about going to see Father Ceviche. Otherwise, Reagan, um, you guys can, if you want to, you have time to do a long rest if you wanted like a nice afternoon nap um, before having to head to the... Um, I think you would know, uh, Finn just generally from being around here and also from kind of like, you know, connection with the ocean, etc. um, that like, I say that you don't know how long it'll take you to get to the bottom of the coral reef, but like probably not more than an hour. Like it's, we're not talking like it's going to take hours to get down there. We're talking like, I mean, Malachi sinks pretty fast, right? <laughs> you guys hold on to me. I'll weigh you down. Like how they used to weigh down prisoners <laughs> that they were killing. Oh, great. <laughs> Who told you about mafia executions? Malachi's always wearing cement shoes. <laughs> hmm. Um, cool. So you, it's less a matter of just, like, sinking to the bottom of the ocean and more a matter of, like, getting inside the reef and, mm. like, finding where you need to be. Because, yes, just sinking to the bottom of the ocean won't take you that long. It's more of just that, like, you don't know exactly where the center of power is. You need to find it. Um, but all that said, there is time for a long rest if you want yeah, one. Yeah, you, you said it's, like, what, like, noonish? Yeah. Roughly? Okay. Or if there's other things you want to do in the town. Currently in the moment, you guys are at Min and Baileen's house still. And you'd kind of said that you were going to go talk to Father. Yeah, I think we should talk to okay. Father Ceviche. Yeah, I forget agreed. why, but we we should. <laughs> Well, we want to ask him about the, the mystery priests, and also, like, he wanted to talk to me, because I am a sparkling conversationalist. It's true. Ooh. You are. Yeah. We should talk to Father Ceviche, actually. Cool. Um, <laughs> hey, I have an idea. What if we go talk to Father Ceviche? <laughs> Great. Good guess. I'm glad that we came to the conclusion to do the same thing we were going to do. Um, cool. So, um, you guys, um, yeah, so you guys begin to head um, across town to the, um, like, chapel the the chapel co combination chapel one bench schoolhouse Taco um Bell. yeah we as made that guys, too <laughs> as you guys walk um finn remind me what your armor class is oh uh, i don't like that uh 14 14 okay cool um you hmm. trip on a loose seashell and break your patella <laughs> um 
as as you guys are walking uh kind of along the path um you all hear a little shout of hey from behind you and then finn you get bonked in the back of the head with a rock um you (laughs) take two bludgeoning damage um and you spin around to see a child uh a young boy uh is standing there with a like this little very like rascally looking little kid um with kind of like a slingshot in his hand um and this kind of like (laughs) slightly like sticking up hair um and he kind of like he grins as he uh like sees you guys and he points at finn and he's like i gotcha I whip out my Warhammer. Malachi is like fully like on the defense against this child. He's very suspicious of children now. I whip out my Warhammer and I'm stalking towards this kid. I'm ready to play whack-a-mole. No, nope, I do grab Reagan. <laughs> no, let it, let him go, Malachi. <laughs> Finn, what? Who, who are you? I'm Guppy O'Connor and that kid... <laughs> <laughs> O'Connor and this this guy is he does magic that's bad. Take that. I do magic that's awesome. I've no, changed my it mind. Sucks. It's I've lame. sworn myself to Guppy O'Connor. <laughs> Reagan, no! You're not a paladin. <laughs> yeah, Finn, your magic sucks and I hate it. Yeah, this guy gets it. Finn, your magic's yeah. your magic's beautiful, Finn. It's fine. Thanks. What's your problem, kid? Um I've been wondering that for years. Well Sorry, that was rude. Uh, what, why, why do you think his magic is bad? Um, he looks like he's kind of- I need at least three sources. <laughs> APA format. Um, he's, he doesn't quite know what to do with Malachi. Uh, he looks like he's kind of like stepping back very slightly because, <laughs> uh, you know, Malachi's a pretty intimidating dude. Malachi um, big. <laughs> but he kind of like wipes his nose and he goes like, well, um, it- is, um, you know, it comes from the lurker in the deep who's evil and sinks ships and makes them die. So it's bad and Finn sucks and he sticks out his tongue at Finn. Mr. O'Connor, you know that ships aren't alive, right? (laughs) Most ships are not alive. Yeah, but there's people on them, duh. I'm gonna I'm gonna squat down. I will I have been stalking towards to? this child with a war hammer, but I'm gonna put that back and I'm gonna squat down and be like, Where are your parents, Guppy? They're they're like in the house over there. Do they know you're out here <laughs> slingshotting rocks at people's heads? Yes. That's pretty rude, you know. Who died, Guppy? The rock didn't ask to be thrown up and picked up and thrown somewhere. That's a big question to ask someone that you just met. Yeah, I don't care. I'm really tired. He just kind of, like, glares at you and doesn't really say anything. Okay, that's fine. Go home or else we're going to hit you with a bigger rock than you hit Finn with. Whoa. Yeah, this one. And I point to Malachi. (laughs) You can't. Exactly. I control myself. (laughs) I feel like you can't. I live here, and people, like, know me, so you can't really- Finn also lives here. Yeah, and everyone here. knows that you're the worst, Guppy! I don't think that's true, Finn! <laughs> How old is this kid? <laughs> <laughs> is he this kid wearing a propeller beanie? Emotionally, yes. <laughs> is this kid, like, ten? Yes. Or... Okay, Finn. Um... This is fully a child. <laughs> <laughs> he and okay. Finn clearly have beef. Um... 
Okay, well, I pick up the rock. This isn't yours anymore. Good day to you, sir. I turn around and start walking towards the chapel. <laughs> that was my that's my best slingshot rock. Oh well you threw it at Finn, so actually here, Finn, this is yours now. <gasps> wow! Finders keepers, kid. The laws of finders keepers! Hey Nurgle, can you hold on to this for me? <laughs> we keep walking. Nurgle does you guys start to walk away to the chapel. Guppy O'Connor just kinda like crosses his arms and glares at you. Nurgle does that thing with his wing that's like he points to his eyes and then points to Guppy O'Connor <laughs> as you're walking away. Um <laughs> Do we know Finn? Who are? Oh, I'm I'm sorry. You guys had to see that. He's he's the worst. Finn. Uh, well, okay. That ki- that that person is a child. Um, but also, are his and do his parents also think? Where did he get that from? Like, why does he think you suck so bad? Uh, and I know we I know we like talk about it. You remember that his that his dad really doesn't like you. Um. Uh, yeah. His dad's a jerk. He doesn't like me either. Why? Just because of your, you know, your father down under? Yeah. (laughs) My Australian father. Yeah, he made you a Vegemite sandwich. Six feet tall and full of muscles. I guess apparently some sailors have a weird, inexplicable dislike of a horrible sea monster. Uh, Go figure, right? Who knew? I hold eye contact with Finn. I, I stare back. I think we're just like doing a staring contest. I'm excited. I get. I I lean in. I lean in. Okay. Okay. I'm not blinking. Opposed strength check. What Why would that be doing? strength? It would be Is intimidation. Staring contest. That would be constitution. I no, think. our noses oh. are touching now. Whoa. Oh. Okay. I pull back a nope. little bit. Okay. I put my hand between your mouth. <laughs> I lick Malika's hand. I slap you. Ooh, does it taste salty? It does. It tastes like a salt lick. No, it doesn't. I do it sometimes <laughs> while he's asleep. I... Malachi has very sensitive skin. He would notice. I'm very delicate. This is a disaster. Was there a reason you were staring at Finn? Or are you good? Yeah, no, I'm good. Cool. Um, so you you guys continue on. Um, no, there are no more disturbances along the way. Um, you make your way to this this little chapel, um, and you kind of go in. The door is um, slightly open. It's a nice day. It's the middle of the day. Um, you see a kind of a, a small room that has like you know it looks very much like you'd imagine, kind of like an old country church. Um, as this kind of like seaside town fishing, the kind of deity with the most prominence here is the goddess of the sea, um, one of the old gods. Um, and so you see it's her symbol that's kind of like around here. Um, and you see that uh, Father Ceviche, you know, Finn, that he's got like a little office kind of off to the side where his like chambers are, um, where he sleeps. And then there's also like a little kind of like study. Um, and so you you lead uh Malachi and Reagan there, you kind of like knock on the door, um, and Father Ceviche's like, Yoo-hoo! Oh, <laughs> come in, come in, Finn. Um, you enter, hey. he, he sort of like looks up from behind his desk where he kind of has some like papers and stuff like that spread out in front of him, and he smiles warmly as you guys come in, and he's like, ah, Finn, I was hoping you would come to visit me, um, and you brought your friends. Good, I wanted, I'm glad to get to talk to all of you a little bit more. Um, come in, come in, sit down, sit down. Um, there's, like, a few kind of, like, comfortable chairs in there. I stand behind the chair that Finn sits right, in. cool. I sit down. I sit down. <laughs> he sort of, like, <clears throat> leans back in his chair and kind of, like, smiles, takes a sip from, uh, some sort of hot drink that he's got with him. Um, and he's like, 
So, um, it's good to have you back in town, Finn. It's been a while. Yeah, it's good to be back. Good to see everybody again. It's been like yeah. a month, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a long time. Yes, a lot can happen in a month. Um, yeah, I gained like five levels. Wow, good for you. It is, it's wild how you can just like gain no level, like I just, you know, live in this town and do priestly things and level very slowly. And yet somehow when you have adventures, it makes it go up really fast. Anyway, yeah. uh, was there anything particular that brought you back to town? Um, yes. Yeah, no, I'm going to level with you here, Father Ceviche. Um, we have reason to believe that uh, some some suspicious factions within the Lithios government are have ill intentions towards this town. Hmm. That's worrying to hear. Um, he... Yeah. Sort of like... Pretty worrying to say, too. Yeah, he, uh kind of rests his hands on the desk um, and kind of seems to be, like, thinking this over. And he goes, any particulars? Like, do you know who or or why? I... Uh, Well, Well, Rosalia Starhouse. Okay, we're just going to come out and say it. The, I'm sorry, the High Priestess? Yes. Yeah, well, you heard of her. Like, of yes, of the entire church. I mean, he is a priest. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Oh, oh, you guys know each other? I don't I know mean, if we should be naming all these names. I named one name. Well, you can't just assume that because somebody's a priest, they know other priests. I mean, like... Yes, but there there is distinctly, like, a little bit of a, a hierarchical system here. Um, well, hmm. That's... What could she possibly want with Gillsbury? Oh. Uh, we're just a little fishing town, and she's... I would expect... Oh, we do have... Can I do an insight check on Father Ceviche? Yes. Well, it is 14. Uh, with a 14, I'll give you that he is, um, he's troubled by this. He is, uh, surprised but not shocked. Um, he is very concerned and very kind of like, um, yeah, it's a little bit like you basically did the equivalent of like, it's not quite this strong, but it's, like, similar to the vibes of telling someone the Pope is after you. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> a little bit less strong than that, because she, she doesn't have quite that much power. Uh, but, like, she is the highest religious figure in Lithios, which Gillsbury is a part of. Right. Um, and so this is, like, that is a, a huge thing to say, and he's kind of trying to process that. But his reaction um, does seem, like, genuine. He doesn't seem like he's in cahoots or whatever. No, you don't. Not with a 14, you don't pick up anything like that. Okay. He would never. <laughs> never be too careful. What, Finn, you seemed like you were about to say something. Oh, yeah. We also have a center of power, apparently. Explain what you mean? Oh, I, I can't. I really <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that, that means. I don't think that that's relevant to what we're talking about here, actually. Uh, kind of, oh, okay, kind of like sorry. A, it's not relevant. The navel Finn of just the had a weird dream about a, the ocean. You said something Ooh. about planar convergence. Hmm. Did I? Why? Oh, yeah, I did. Malachi's trying really hard to get us not to talk about this in front of <laughs> Father Ceviche. <laughs> and you guys are just... Hey, we need somebody to give us Soma thing. We can't be cryptic forever. Listen, this is my Obi-Wan. I trust him with my life. Unfortunately, right. I did just roll a three for him. So he uh, kind of, like, tries to think about, like... He looks baffled by all these things you guys are saying. And he's like, I... I think... All right, a center of power. I mean, 
there have been stories, you know, I've lived, I've lived in this village my entire life and kind of, um, me too. I, I know, I know this. I'm, I'm explaining to your friends. Um, I high five him. Yes. <laughs> he high fives you. Um, the knowing about things like this is, is sort of what I do. Um, however, the, uh, center of power, there is a, um, there are stories that one of the reasons that kind of fishing in Gillsbury has historically been so good and why this was a good place to build a town is that there's, you know, the blessing of Melora on this on these waters and on this town is what's made the fishing kind of so, so prominent. Um, although, you know, when you actually study the way that the gods work and the way that their, their power affects us, um, sometimes there are other explanations as well. And so I've been aware that there's... Um, that her blessings on these waters manifest in a sort of, um, that the reef out in the waters, um, has a, is, is part of what makes these waters so calm and so good for fishing in and so profitable for all of that. Um, although, you know, it's been less, uh, less good the past few years, as I know you're aware, Finn. Um, yeah. Which there wasn't really an explanation for, but like the town has has mm. been afloat, so there wasn't, and there isn't really anything. Sometimes these things just kind of wax and wane over the years. It's not like it hasn't happened before. Oh the wow, past, that reminds me. The past um, few years, you said. Yeah. Like. Like what? Like five years or so, or fewer. Uh, I think that would be about right. It was. It's hard to know kind of what when's just a slightly slow season and when's something concerning. But I. I that that seems like it would be an approximate estimation of time. Hmm. <laughs> hey, do you want some gold? And I just like hold up a handful of gold. Okay. Whoa. That is uh that is a whole I mean, handful I know, of gold. I know I know the roof's been leaking for a while and you were trying to fix it. I figured Yes. What what have you been do- doing? Hey, I'm level 6, man. You know how it is. I I mean, I absolutely I will take it for the for Yes, of course. He kind of like holds out his <laughs> hands. And in fact, he goes and gets like a little like kind of like a donation box that people have been putting their kind of contributions to the church in, which has just kind of like a couple of gold and like silver and coppers in it. And you just like dump a bunch of gold in there and kind of fill it up, basically. <laughs> and he's like, thank you, Finn. I mean, this is absolutely we will fix the roof. I would like to roll nice. an insight check pertaining to his reaction to the gold. Okay, go ahead. He's a poor churchman. He's a man of the cloth. Yeah, but they're supposed to be like, nay, materials. They're not Catholic. He needs a new roof. Actually, Catholics are greedy. I take that back. Sorry, Catholics. (laughs) (laughs) The Catholic Church is greedy. I'll say it that way. Uh, I rolled a 17 and a 5. Ah, yes, exhaustion. Uh, So that's an 8. An 8? I think with an 8, you can't really... With an eight, the only thing you pick up on is the same kind of like, whoa, that's a lot of money that everyone in Galesbury kind of reaction has had. But like, well, actually, that's a good sign because it means the church hasn't been paying him off for anything, presumably. Fair enough. Um, I have a question. Yes. Daddy Ceviche. Uh, oh. <clears throat> go so, on. Finn here, right? So. Hi. You've known him his whole life. I have. He washed up as a baby. Yes. Is what I've been told. Do you know anything about how it would work for an ancient eldritch force to 
to be the parent of a baby. I cover Finn's ears. <laughs> like, I'm no stranger to having, you know, magical parents. Like, I understand that. I'm just, my mom doesn't have tentacles. So mm. I'm just wondering if you know anything about why he's, how, the way he is. Again, covering Finn's ears. Yeah. Thank Father you. Ceviche kind of like takes in a breath and kind of like looks at Finn and kind of like starts to be like, Don't worry, he it's can't a hear you. bit of a mystery. And then once you cover Finn's ears, Father Ceviche looks at you, Regan, and he's like, there's no way. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, he's a, the, the lurker in the deep. Every story about the lurker in the deep speaks of him as like a, an eldritch monstrosity from another plane. Like it doesn't, it, it, it he, there's no... There's no way he's Finn's biological father. I don't oh. really know where Finn got that idea. Uh, well, oh my god. This is slander and libel. <laughs> Can I rifle through Finn's pockets? Do you have that book on you that you took from Solaris? Um, I do, but I stop you when you try to <laughs> rifle through my pockets. I briefly <laughs> uncover Finn's ears. Finn, do you have that book on your father? Yeah, sure, I'll hand it to you. You don't have to <laughs> rifle through my pockets. Okay, fine. Also, could you fit that in your pockets anyways? <laughs> Probably in his bag. I have big pockets. <laughs> Cavernous pockets. Um, and I, I flip through the book, and then I remember that I can't read, and I hand it to Father Ceviche, and I'm like... Reagan, you can read. You've read before. Only sometimes. <laughs> And now I'm not feeling I it. I rifle through Reagan's pocket for the page he ripped out of a book. Oh, take it. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm not going to um, And I'm like, does this mean anything to you? I do rifle through Reagan's pockets and take back my sister's journal. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, remind me what was in this book. So It's called, like, The Cult of something oh yes 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 okay let's see if this means anything to him um well while he's sort of looking through that oh right well we've encountered um beings before that weren't weren't necessarily born but came into existence in this world through force of will begotten not made consubstantial with the father <laughs> what begotten not made consubstantial with the father what's that from Catholicism. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, he kind of like nods and he's like, it's it's possible that there was some sort of, um, that the, I, uh, the lurker in the deep, uh, it depends on how powerful he is in terms of whether he could just kind of like wave his hand and create a person if this is what we're talking about. He's um, very powerful. <laughs> Um, he's like, it, it's possible that Finn was created by the Lurker in the Deep in some means other than what we traditionally would ears. think of. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, it seems, that seems like a, like a long, that seems like a stretch to me, um, but it's possible. I mean, possible. more of a stretch than... <laughs> uh, less of a stretch than that, yes. <laughs> um, however, he takes the book from you, uh, and he kind of like looks through it quickly, Reagan, and he uh, gets a 23 on a religion check. Holy so, shit. Um, he actually is going to know shit. Thank goodness. Um, he looks through and he's like, ah, yes, I I have run into uh, mentions of this before. So, you know, um, 
anytime that there's a, a being of great power, it tends to accumulate followers and people who want to worship it, um, who everyone is looking for some, some means of gaining power, of gaining abilities, of gaining money, of gaining the things that they want. Um, and which isn't always a bad thing. I, sometimes the thing you want is the ability to help people. I mean, my devotion to and my following of Melora has given me the ability to do things that help my people and to heal them when they get injured and to to cure yeah, well, their diseases. Not cast greater and, restoration, though. All right. Well, <laughs> we're getting there. <laughs> Give me some. Maybe if I was out doing adventures, I'd level up quickly enough to get greater restoration. Um, but. Uh, so so it's it's not always a bad thing to be seeking after power like this. However, when when you do have one of these um s someone powerful like this, they do tend to accumulate followers and that that looks like that's what this book is talking about. Um that there's a particular group of people who have been followers of the lurker in the deep probably drawing their power from him. Um based on it looks like based on some island out far out east. Um, to where there would be very dangerous waters, which does make sense. I would imagine that the the lurkers' power protects them from the more dangerous things out in out in those parts of the ocean. Um, which which sea is the one that's out far east, Hannah? That's the aberrant sea, okay. which is just kind of like weird magic going haywire all over the place. Um, he sort of like frowns a little bit, and he goes, "It that's it's a long way. Um, and it would take." quite a while but i are you suggesting that this could be somehow related to the question of how finn ended up washing up on the shores of gillsbury we're not sure i, t I take my hands off of finn's ears once again <laughs> finn so you know who your father is but you don't know your mother right you do you have a mother right i mean i assume i must wait finn didn't in the forest. Oh yeah, I, I saw someone who's, who might be my mother. Yeah, he said that he saw somebody who he said was his mom. Definitely got mom vibes from her. In 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 the forest. When we were in that forest full of dreams and stuff. Of, uh, hell, you know, basically. <laughs> Did she look familiar to you? Malachi is like really interested in this now. I mean, I've never seen her before, but I mean, like she looked a little bit like me. And I don't know, just something about her. Hannah, well, is there a, mom is there a picture of what the devotees of the Lurker look like? Like the robes that they wear? Is there yeah. like a picture of that in the book? I think not. I don't think the writer of this book would have gotten okay. quite enough. Um, not an illustrator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because what I saw in the forest ended up... I saw Nira, and then... Oh, I know her. Yeah. Yeah, she's cool. Except for I didn't know... That she would be around until after. This was before we met her. A prophecy. So I'm wondering if, if what you saw might be able to help us. I mean, I'd know her if I saw her again. That's for sure. If it's real, yeah. What did she look like? Did she have tentacles? Ah, uh, ah. Uh, all right, Hannah. I don't remember what she looked like. Yeah, no, she did resemble you. She was a half elf. Yeah, she looked vaguely like you. She looked like she'd be about the right age to be your mom. Um, although she's like, she was younger than your like adoptive parents. And she looked, I think she looked, uh, go ahead and make just like a retroactive insight check for me as you're kind of trying to remember. Uh, nine. I'll give you advantage on this. 
Still a nine. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, you, you're kind of, tr- it was weird because everything was kind of like illusory and misty and stuff like that. Um, but you remember that she kind of like smiled at you, um, yeah. sort of affectionately. I wrote down that she looks like him and she smiled at him sadly and she had blue religious robes on. Yeah. She's very friendly. <laughs> okay, that's helpful. Thanks, Finn. Huh. You're welcome. <laughs> To be quite honest, I have no idea where I was going with this line of inquiry. I just figured that something interesting might come out of it. But otherwise, I guess we're going to just have to go to your bar mitzvah and hopefully meet your mom there. Yeah, so vis-a-vis the original thing we came in here about, um, oh. we heard that a little while ago some some priests uh, oh, came yeah. by the island to visit. <laughs> we got uh, so caught up in the you. Finn's ancestry of it all that we forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and they talked to you. They talked to Mr. Gar, too, apparently. And today... Anything seems sketchy about them? Um, uh, he's going to roll. Oh, good. Um, hell yeah. He sort of, like, leans across the desk a little bit, and he's like, yes, that was, that was an odd interaction, to say the least. I mean, we're, we're no stranger to, you know, visits from the capital, and they usually want to come and check in. Um, it was a little odd that a priest came at all, and I was excited because i was i was hoping that we were going to be able to get the capital to give us you know aid for the town which has been struggling a bit um seems like the sort of thing that it would be nice for them to do um they were reluctant to do so the i i spoke with you know the mayor after they mostly they didn't talk to me as much about that sort of thing but the mayor and i are good friends so we spoke afterward um and he said that they were, that they talked about how the money is needed for more important things or whatever, which is, you know, a wild thing to ah. say to the person who's in charge of the town. But um, yes, you seem like you're familiar. Um, but the the priest coming to the chapel, I was hoping to kind of convince him and show him like, look, we... Are the the town is struggling, my roof is leaking, etc. Um, and he didn't, he wasn't really interested in hearing my concerns. He more wanted to ask questions about, um, yes, I guess he was asking questions about how long ago the, the, the fish dried up. He sort of used that as a segue as I was talking about the problems. And then he, he asked about like, if I knew any more about the blessings of Melora on this town. Um, yes. Hmm. Hmm. And he, he was weirdly, um, combative. Like he seemed like he didn't trust me, which was odd because I gave him no reason not to. I don't suppose that you remember what this priest was called. Yes. He, uh, introduced himself to me as Father Tratelar. Um, he seemed like he was, I mean, he outranked me, but he didn't seem like he was that high up in the structure of the church in Dermator, which, you know, is a bit more structured than most of us who are just doing our own thing out here. Um, like I said, weirdly standoffish, um, didn't really seem interested in hearing what I had to say. I'm surprised to hear he talked to Mr. Gar. I don't really know what they would have to discuss. Well... Mr. Gar seems like he's sort of a fan of Dermator Lithios, is he not? Yes, that's true. Yes, he's he's always been interested in 
you know, he likes the big city. Yeah, we heard he, he travels to the city sometimes, so... This is true. Mal, is, is soldiers taking money from places standard operating procedure? Why would you ask me? <laughs> oh, sorry, Captain. Come on, don't be shy. Is that... Well, it shouldn't be. So You solved. ask me like I know. So it is standard operating procedure. Um, but it shouldn't be. Yeah, Malachi seems it. to disagree. Um, Interesting. I agree that taxes are a thing that's needed for like a a government to take care of stuff, but I don't. I disagree with the way that Lithios takes care of things generally. Malachi's a libertarian. No. <laughs> if, wait, I, if I were a libertarian, I would not agree with taxes. What are you talking about? <laughs> I know. I do think all three of you, and especially the two of you that are from Lithios, would know that, like, like, I think, Finn, you would probably remember, like, that there was a time, um, like, your, when you were a kid, that there was, like, a big storm, and it, like, knocked out a few buildings, and, like, you got money from the capital to fix them. Mm. Like, that's, that's, that would be more standard operating procedure. It's, it's a little bit kind of, like, Hmm, it raises eyebrows to hear that they were, like, refusing to send Gillsbury any sort of yeah. aid. Hmm. Was there something else you wanted to talk to me about? Um. You told me to come see you uh, two episodes well, ago. Yes, yes. Um, he's sort of, like, he, he kind of, like, eyes Malachi and Reagan a little su- suspiciously. Not quite suspiciously, but kind of, like, um. And then he, he's just kind of, like, um, could you two give us a moment, if you wouldn't mind? Yeah, sure, go ahead. I don't move. <laughs> a moment alone, I mean. Finn? Yeah? Do you want us to oh, leave? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's cool. Okay. I leave. Bring us back in when you're done. All right. Cool. Um, Sorry, they get like that sometimes. <laughs> Most you, of the time, actually. You guys I leave. I think they've and... had some pretty bad life experiences. <laughs> Shut the door behind you. And Father Ceviche is like, no, no, it's it's good that your your friends are defensive of you, it seems. Um... Especially if you've the three of you have been out doing dangerous things that lead to you getting tons of gold. Um, that makes <laughs> sense that there would be a, a defensiveness there. Finn, I just wanted to kind of check in, make sure you're, you know, doing all right. Make sure that you, um, your powers have increased since the last time we spoke. Uh-huh. <laughs> is that, is that fine or has there been any sort of adverse effects um not it's just awesome what about like strange dreams telling you to do something or um any sort of talking about can i about... listen at the door by the way <laughs> if you two are if either of you want to listen at the door i need perception and also stealth checks i'm not gonna check but can i help action him sure I will say that Reagan conspicuously walks away from the door, which makes it sound like, so I will let you get a help action on your stuff. I'm going to go sing a sea shanty five feet away. I'll roll stealth first. Wait, so Reagan giving me advantage just evens it out then, doesn't it? Evens it out from the disadvantage from your plate. Okay, so 13. 13, okay. And then give me per- give me perception. No, he doesn't, You the door doesn't like open again or anything. It's a seven. Seven. Okay, I'm gonna say you are you are overhearing some of this conversation, but not quite all of it. Okay. And he he says to Finn, he's like, um, any sort of the reason I ask is that sometimes 
you know, I'm just a priest in a small town. I don't know in much big world. <laughs> about things like this. But I I have been around for quite a while and I've known other people who who got carried away by the promise of power and and of magical abilities. And I I want to make sure you're being careful, Finn. I guess, yeah. I mean, I've had a I've had a few weird dreams, but nothing that seemed like that bad. Just sort of weird. Right. Do you I mean I've I've still I've still been sleepwalking that hasn't gone away. Um do you know anything? I mean I know we've we've had this conversation before, but about the 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 goals of the lurker in the deep or what he wants your help for. No, I I mean long term obviously the sea will swallow the land and he will reign over all that is. Sure. Um, Again, we've been over short, this. Short term not really. Oh, 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 doy, except, do you know Kathoth? I met Kathoth the other night. Do I Kathoth? know who? Who? Are you familiar? Kathoth. No. Who's Kathoth? You, you know Kathoth? Oh, Kathoth, he's a guy. Uh, I met him. Um, And he wants me to, he said my dad wants me to do something with the place of power. Again, sort of fuzzy on the details. It really sounds like he just wants me to, like, be around to watch him do something, maybe. Oh, okay. Um... That's not... Who, who is this Kathoth? Oh, you know Kathoth. No, I don't. Tentacles on the face, lives underwater. <laughs> no, what? Really not ringing any bells? Absolutely not ringing any bells. It's a little like Davy Jones. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I just told you pretty much everything I know about him. <laughs> so you were approached by a man with tentacles on his face who lives underwater, and he told you to go to the center of power and do something, but didn't give you any details about what? Yes. <laughs> And apparently he outranks me. In terms of following the lurker in the deep? Yeah. Although, honestly, I don't, it, I don't think it's really a super, like, rigid hierarchical structure, but... Right. You know. I... I mean, I gotta work extra hard because I'm the boss's kid. Gotta prove myself. You know how it is. I would urge you to be careful with this. Um, I I think you you are a very strong magic user and you're you're very Thanks. smart and you you often you have a good heart however um just sort of following whatever your father tells you or whatever people who speak for your father tell you could potentially get you into things that you don't want to be involved in if if there's something happening at the center of power, I'm I'm not going to urge you to not be there, in part because, you know, it's only a few miles away from this town, and clearly there's something suspicious going on here. So so I'm, you know, I, I don't want to tell you to go into danger, but I also trust you to take care of yourself. Um, I would just urge you to keep an eye out. All right. And to make sure that you, you think about what you're doing like i said i've i've seen people with good hearts and good minds get carried away by strange and fabulous powers or by uh fear or by um creatures that can be very charming and deceptive and i wouldn't want to see that happen to you i'm charming and deceptive you are yes but be be careful that that doesn't um that that isn't a 
the hereditary trait that you inherited from, you know. Oh. Yes. All right. Yeah. Okay. I will. I'll keep that in mind. Okay. How do genes work in this world? <laughs> he sort of smiles and kind of like reaches across the desk and like pats your arm. Um, and then he's like, you can, um, hey, you, you can come back in now. I know you, I can hear that you didn't go too far from the door. Malachi waits a, a second so it doesn't seem, and he's like, he like opens the door like, oh, uh, us? <laughs> yes, you, you had told me you wanted to come back oh, in. Oh, yes, we you're were... all finished. I walk back in. Yes. Reagan has completely zoned out wherever he's standing and misses this. Reagan! <laughs> ah! Whoa. Come on. Oh, okay. You guys all go back into Father Ceviche's office, and he's like, well, that that was all I wanted to say. Um, I'd love to, I, feel free to spend the afternoon here, or however long you need, um, or if, if this, you know, was a social call, as well as an information gathering call. Um, <laughs> Poor Father Ceviche, lonely man. <laughs> Do you have any books about magic? I've a few books about magic, yes. I am the educator for the children in this town, so... Just magic in general? Uh, anything about, like, like innate magic, like inborn magic. Mm. Let me see. Oh. Would this be a place that, where it'd be chill for us to take a long rest, do you think? Uh, yeah, he's, he's like, yeah, if you, if you need somewhere to nap, that's, yeah, I have, I have places for people who, who need uh, a bed for the night. Um, he kind of, like looks at you for a second, Reagan, and nods. Um, and then he um, goes back to, like, a bookcase that's uh, kind of next to his desk and kind of, like, sorts through it a bit. Um, and he pulls out a book that uh, is called Sources of Magic. And, uh, and, and he, he sort of, like, opens it, and he's like, there's a few different ways to get power, um, magical power specifically. Uh, most often it comes from drawing it from a different entity a, a a person or creature who who bears power and is able to therefore grant it to you i i do eyes at malachi like relevant oh is this a, a conversation that involves me <laughs> trying to help you i wasn't listening um, other people are able to channel the magic of the universe more basically through study and practices, um, through kind of learning the specific forms and formulas that are needed to channel the magic that exists all around us. Um, and then others are simply born with a source of magic all of their own um, that they are able to to channel and work with. Right. For yes, I'm, I'm familiar Right, so that, and he kind of, like, runs down the, the table of contents and points that out. Um, you can see, Reagan, that this is, that it's by far the shortest section in the book. Um, that there are kind of, like, that, that in terms of, like, drawing your magic from an entity, there's, like, a bunch of different, like, chapters explaining, like, this is how divine magic works. This is how, like, there's kind of, like, this is, like, how to make a pact with a being and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, and then the section about kind of, like, wizardry and more kind of like academic magic is also um longer um and then it's just kind of like and has like all these like sub chapters and stuff like that both those sections do and then the last section is just very it's like short may i borrow this to peruse sure thank you and as i go to put it in my pocket or whatever i capacious pockets mm -hmm. i feel something else and i go 
Oh. And I pull out Evander's coin and I hold it out. And I'm like, what's this? <laughs> yeah, I wondered where that was going. <laughs> uh, he kind of like raises his eyebrows. And he's like, oh, that's the symbol of Evandra. What's it Yeah, do? we got it from her. She, yeah. Hey, can you cast identify? Um, <laughs> Stop breaking the fourth wall, Andy. I'm trying here. Spells have names in this world. That's entirely in universe. Uh, he like raises his eyebrows um, and he, yeah, he's a teacher. I'm going to say it's fun and funky if he has identify prepped. Um, he uh, like holds out his hand and he's like, well, give me, um, give me 11 minutes and I can tell you. Okay. <laughs> I've got 11 minutes. He takes the coin and he kind of spends 11 minutes sort of like praying over it and kind of like looking over and it. And we spend um, 11 minutes watching him do this. <laughs> yeah, I just sit there in absolute silence watching. <laughs> um, and after a while he looks up, hold on, let me pull up the document that has what this item does. I whispered to Nurgle, watch closely here. <laughs> I forgot I had this and I just felt it and I figured he might know. He holds up the, after after 11 minutes, he kind of like holds up the coin and he kind of looks at you with interest and he's like, where'd you get this? Ah, uh, Vandra. We got it from a Vandra. Yeah, she gave it to us. Oh, she handed it to you herself. Yeah. Uh, right. Yes. Okay. Uh, he sort of like <laughs>, laughs a little bit. And there's kind Level of, six, man. There's an affectionate little like, ah, the young gods just out here talking to their followers as opposed to making well, you do rituals and sort of follow them in the distance <laughs> like that. Um, and he sort of hands it back to you and he goes, uh, this lets you, I, I mean, she's she's the, the goddess of luck. This lets you alter your luck a little bit. Um mechanically uh this coin gives you one luck point like the lucky feat if anyone is familiar uh gives you three of these this gives you one and so whoever holds this coin has one luck point as described in the lucky feat what that means is whenever you make an attack roll ability check or saving throw you can spend the luck point to roll an additional d20 you can use this ability after the original roll so if you roll and you're like that was shitty i'm gonna use the coin point and you can re-roll so is that once per once per short rest. Oh. Um, and it's whoever whoever is holding the coin. This isn't going to require you to attune. However, I am going to need you guys to, like, establish for me who has the coin. Like, you can't be like, I'm going to toss Malachi the coin, like, after he's made the roll. It right. has to be like, but if you wanted to, if Malachi's about to make a really important roll and you want to be like, oh, I'm going to hand him the coin. Cool. Um, you can do that. So could we, if we do pass it around, like, outside of battle, could we use it three times per day once each or i want to say that it's just one like that the coin can only do it once but okay. if that becomes too hard to keep track of we might alter it um yeah that's what i'll say for now very cool i keep it nice <laughs> it's in my little dragon horde <laughs> okay so you said it's all right for us to rest here a while right oh yes feel free yeah you can stay as long as you need reagan what? Do you think you'd be able to sleep before we go to the porta potty? Finn's <laughs> thing tonight. Uh, you go ahead. I'm gonna read. That's not what I'm asking. This book. I'm asking if you plan on sleeping before we go. Not particularly. It's daytime. Because I think you should. Reagan, you're exhausted. I'm fine. I lean over. I whisper to Father Ceviche, hey, can you cast sleep? <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't have that prepped today. Um, but he does kind of lean across the desk and he's like, you do look like you're, um, you do look like you could use a nap. I always look like this. <laughs> could you, you could read for a little bit and then take a nap, Reagan. Why do you want me to go to sleep? 
Because if we're going down into the ocean, I need all of us to be fully aware. I don't want to go to sleep. I put I, I put my hand on Reagan's shoulder and I'm like, hey, buddy, what's wrong? Bad dreams? <laughs> when is this coming from? No, just let me be. Hold on. Come on, champ. I take the book and I storm out. Um, cool. Will you make me- Nurgle, go follow him and sing some soothing, restful melodies. <laughs> Nurgle, do not. Your melodies are lovely, but they're not restful. In the process of storming out, um, will you make me a deception check? Sure. What am I deceiving? Uh, you're just, just, be, you're being cagey. Uh, Father Ceviche rolled an insight check. I want to see if you beat him. It's an eight. Cool. Uh, you're, you storm out, um, no one stops you other than, but Nurgle does kind of follow you and is like, just like, he, he doesn't land on you. He's just like walking along behind you. <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> yep. Flat, 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 flat. I love it. Um, sick. <laughs> Can Nurgle read? Great question. Um. Finn, did you have a, a weird dream before you went into the ocean? Oh, yeah. While you were sleepwalking? Uh-huh. Does that happen a lot? Does it, Hannah? Is my sleepwalking usually accompanied by weird dreams? Um, yeah, I would say yes. And they're, they kind of... Yeah, par for the course. Yeah, they vary in terms of weirdness. Sometimes it's just like, oh, I'm swimming under the ocean, and then you wake up and you're standing on the beach staring out at the ocean. I assume he relays this. Yeah. Um, did you sleepwalk before you got your powers? Yeah, not not as much, but sometimes. Hmm. You said you you got your powers in the ocean, right? Uh-huh. Very thematic. <laughs> Was it a similar situation to what happened last night? No. Okay. Basically, I fell. I mean, if you want to hear the story, I'll tell it. Um, I was out fishing, and I fell in the water, uh, and I got tangled up in my net, and like my, I was super wet, and like I just couldn't. For some reason, <laughs> I couldn't wet, swim huh? like I usually can. Uh, then I just sort of blacked out. When I woke up, I was on the beach, and I had powers. Huh. That's good, actually. I guess. <laughs> Malachi does look a little relieved at this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Finn, why don't you, uh, I mean, I know you slept last night, but it would probably still be good for you to take a breather before we go down to your your dad's thing. Sure. I haven't expended any spell slots, though. Oh. Mechanically, I'm fine. <laughs> then fine. Go for a run or something. I don't know. <laughs> hey, Father C, you want to play backgammon? No. Uh, my point I is I want you to leave for a minute, please, Finn. Yeah, I'd love to play oh. backgammon, but I'll talk to your friend first, and then we can play backgammon. Oh. <laughs> Distant Reagan. Oh. I'm sorry, Finn. I was trying to do it without telling you to go, but <laughs> if you could go for a minute. Yeah, it's funny. Usually I'm great at picking up on subtext. Um... <laughs> All right, see you later. And I wander off. Cool. Actually, I go I go to Min and Baleen's house to play backgammon with Min. Nice. Cool. Yeah, Finn doesn't need to rest and, in fact, can't long rest because you long yeah, rested within yeah. 24 hours. So you uh, you can go hang out with Min and Baleen. You can just go cast years. spells for fun and then take a short rest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Father Ceviche sort of, like, as, as Finn leaves and kind of closes the door behind him, he's like, was there, did you have a, a question or something? Of concern you look like you've got something on your mind i do um so i know finn well finn just relieved some of those concerns um but the fact remains that we've had some weird encounters with dreams in the past hmm. and the forest we were talking about before where finn said he saw a woman he thinks might be his mother was a forest that was under the control of a figure known as 
well, the daughter, I guess, of a figure known as the Dreamer. Do you know her? Let's see if he knows her. Close personal friend. Hi, yeah, we met back in Cabo. And I'm I'm actually giving him disadvantage on this role. Oh, she's my mother too, actually. Oh, damn. Okay. Uh, My self-imposed disadvantage canceled out a crit, but that does mean that he still got a 17. So um, he kind of thinks for a moment and he's like, I've... I've heard the name. This is another of those um, entities that uh, exist and exert power around this world. I, in fact, after um, after Finn's sleepwalking episodes became more uh, prevalent, I did some research into dreams and the effect that they have on people with powers. Um, and I ran into her a few times in my research. Hmm. Because, um, well, she, she sent those visions and other strange dreams to us recently. And last night there was another one. And I guess, sounds like you don't know much more than we do. But is it possible for, for a being like that to control someone directly? Without some sort of pact made? That's a difficult question to answer for sure. I would say, unfortunately, probably yes. The, however, it would be a lot... It would take a lot more than a dream. What do you mean? So the reason that, that dreams can be dangerous, the reason that they can... that they reoccur in moments like this is that when one is asleep one's in this sort of um place the place between waking and sleeping where dreams happen is sort of akin to you know um space between worlds or space between planes or space between um the if you want to get more metaphorical with it space between the past and the future between the sea and the sky or however you want to call it um and as such, there's a possibility for powers to exert influence there um, in a way that might be more difficult for them to do on our material plane because they are um, extra planar beings tend to be weaker here than they are on their own places. But in dreams, they can exert a little more influence. However, because of that, that same um, in-between space, can also work in your favor in that it would be difficult for an entity to just um it, it would take a longer time is what i'm saying um it would it wouldn't be as longer simple. than just one night longer than just one night would would a couple of years be sufficient possibly although again it would depend mm. it depends on the strength of the being and it depends on what they were doing what about the will of the the being affected? That would also matter. Yes. Some people are harder to influence than others. Good to know. I don't suppose you know where I might find more information on entities like this? As a there man are... of the cloth, but also a, a scholar of sorts. Right. There are two ways to approach that. The The path that I have tended to take is going to um, 
you know, libraries, universities, talking to people who know more than I do. They're rather academic. Rats! <laughs> um, however, you are an adventurer, you're a strong man, you have a big axe. Um, more <laughs> sure kind do. of... The That's what's on his business card. Many adventurers who seek out answers tend to seek out answers by just going to the place where the sources of power are and just looking for answers more directly. I think you could take either approach. Hmm. <laughs> so, for instance, if you want to know about beings who are from the Aberrant Sea, you go to the Aberrant Sea. That's the way to do it. Noted. Um... <laughs> Or you can go to, you know, the university, a library, something right. like that. I well, I if don't. You're a fucking nerd. I've never been to university <laughs> before, so. Also, you said you were a, a priest of Melora. Yes, is that right? Would you be able to recognize her magic when you see it, or when you feel it? I do tend to know when when powers feel familiar but many of the um the old gods have existed for so long that sometimes there's overlap in in their powers i mean the 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 sea and the storm both make use of water and wind and you know the moon reflects the sun go on i recently developed a, the ability to channel magic for myself but i i'm not certain of the source and Avandra said she knew but she wouldn't tell me hmm so I was wondering if you'd be willing to take a look all right yes um go ahead please don't do anything that will you know damage anything in my office the roof is already fragile <laughs> yes <laughs> well I could cast a spell but I was wondering if you'd be able to tell just by looking at my holy symbol or... hey just cast a cantrip Taylor <laughs> yeah, let me. Hey, Finn, can you come in here for a second? <laughs> hey, hey, what's up? Oh, I just wanted to see uh, if you could cast a cantrip for me. Oh yeah, sure. What do you want? I don't know what your cantrips are. Oh, you wanna? No, that's dangerous. Never mind, Finn. Your services aren't needed. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> um, I want to take out my rock and prevent that. Mm -hmm. uh, prevent. Present that to Father Ceviche. Cool. I'm going to make two rolls. I'm going to make a religion roll for him and an insight roll for him. Okay. Okay. That's a 12 on the religion. Oh, boy. Um, Aw. That does come to a 14 on the insight. So he, he takes the rock and he kind of holds it in his hands and he sort of inspects that sort of like half-formed symbol that's on it that kind of like appeared at one point and but like the little ridges doesn't stuff. look familiar yeah the ridges on it and he sort of like rubs at it with his thumb a little bit and kind of looks at it and he's like this almost looks like it could be the symbol of a deity but it it isn't clear there's something missing about it there's something something wrong about it um wrong not wrong in like a suspicious way just wrong in like a just missing it, it, yeah it, just missing as if someone's kind of um he like pauses for a second he's like as if it's been obscured like as if there's something was this on the rock what how, where did you get this the the rock or the symbol the, the symbol rock. just showed up the symbol showed up but you had the rock beforehand where did you get the rock well i i didn't it sort of it like a it came to me, I guess. You know, the more details you give me, the more I can help. I, 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 yeah. Um, 
I really don't know where it came from, but I was on an island for a while in the Northern Sea, and there was an incident, and Mac, I looks just so uncomfortable. Hey, don't worry, we're not here. Uh, I, I, was there for a, I was there for a while, um, and a few months ago, there was an incident where I, I almost, you know, <laughs> died. You're doing a motion across your throat. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, mate. I mean, obviously, I didn't. So I, it it wasn't a big. I almost. I could have died, but I didn't. And whatever prevented my death. I assume is what left this rock for me because I found it when I woke up. I don't know where it came from. Hmm. He puts a hand on the rock and then sort of like hands it back to you across the desk. And he's like, I think you may be asking yourself the wrong questions. Because your question seems to be in terms of you were saved from, from this near-death experience by something mysterious, and then you had powers, which yes. is oddly similar to exactly what happened to Finn, um, from the sounds of it. I'm Very you know. similar. He said, Malachi, we're brothers! <laughs> Finn said he almost drowned, right? Yes. So it was pretty similar, I would uh-huh. say. Sure was. <laughs> Hannah, the DM, is very glad that this is finally coming out. Um, Father Ceviche sort of like, so, so something wanted something for you, which is why it kept you from death. And there's a purpose to it. Things don't just happen for no reason. There must be some sort of, whether it's a task they want you to do or some sort of potential they saw in you, it isn't just for no reason, and I, I think that the question you need to be asking yourself is less who was this and more why. <sighs> that would be my advice. That's what I've been trying to get young Finn to uh, think along those lines as well, but... Well, I haven't had much guidance in that regard. Lately, whoever it was hasn't seemed to be speaking to me much at all. There the wa- gods the- can be like that at times. Hmm... I don't think I'm going to say this to this man yet. <laughs> he he sees that you kind of have more to say, but that you're not quite ready to say it. And he kind of goes, I would, um, it is, it is wise to, it is one thing when you seek out power for yourself. And it is another thing when you find power given to you and you don't entirely know why. I sought out power for myself. I was a young man and I wanted to help my people. I wanted to help my village. So I devoted myself to Melora, and I asked her to give me the power to protect my people and to heal them, and she answered, and that has been my life's calling ever since. Um, You, it sounds like, did not ask, but were simply given it, unless you did? Well, I didn't ask, no. So... It is it is uh, wise of you, I think, to be a little bit suspicious in trying to figure out why these things happened. But I would say, in the meantime, attempt to use what you've been given to do good in the world. It sounds cheesy, but that's, I mean, that's what I've done. You're right. Thank you, 
father. Um, so, so it's not Melora then. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, I think her symbol I would have recognized, and this. I, yeah, I did assume as much. All right, you've been helpful. Thank you. I'm I'm glad I could help. And it's good to know that Finn's sleepwalking isn't suspicious. <laughs> Hopefully. Well, it's it is suspicious, um, <laughs> but it's suspicious in a way that's been that Finn's entire uh, existence, existence is, suspicious. is suspicious. So, yeah. not a new kind of suspicious. Okay. You know that 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 does track. <laughs> um, please, please do keep an eye on him. I, 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 the lurker in the deep is you know, like I said, use the power that you're given to do good in the world where you can, and I, I do believe that. Uh, Finn can channel this power, and I'm not quite as... I know some people in the village are very adamantly opposed to even having him. Oh, yes, um, we met Guppy outside. Ah, uh, Guppy. <laughs> <sighs> that child. But, um, the... Uh, so outside I, the window, <laughs> you see Finn chasing Guppy across the town square. Um, and then, like, a minute later, back the other direction, Guppy is chasing Finn. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, but the so it is it is possible to to channel this power. However, I I worry that the lurker in the deep has more sinister machinations in mind than Finn is per, perhaps prepared to handle. Um, mm. So do do keep an eye on him for me if you could. I'd be inclined to agree. Well, uh, I think we're gonna rest here for a while before we see what it is the lurker wants from him. All right. But. Um. Like I said, please feel free to stay as long as you as long as you need. Um, I'll get some uh, tea. Um, he sort of like starts to put a, a tea kettle what on. What a sweet old man! As you're sort of um, you go outside to to rest. Um, Reagan, you're reading, yes. Yes, I would like to be specifically looking in the magic section about any any information on breaking the source of magic or getting rid of magic. Make me an investigation check. Uh, it's a 14. Okay. Um, there is a footnote that is about like, basically it, it comes in the wake of a paragraph that's like, this magic is innate to them. It is something that they always have. There are ways to make it stronger, um, but there are not really any ways to, like, get rid of it. And then there's a footnote that's like certain uh, researchers have been exploring the possibility of um, suppressing magic or um, transferring magic. And yeah, because it's fun and fresh. I'm gonna say that there that this footnote says like it's it's a reference to it's like see the works of Dr. Corvin Retfall for more uh information on uh this. It's it's basically referencing a paper or book he seems to have published at some point. I slammed the book shut. <laughs> As you slam the book shut and you're kind of sitting there processing this, uh, you feel a hand on your shoulder, um, yeah. and a, um, yeah, you, you, you jump a little bit, but Father Ceviche is like, oh, it's, it's just me, I just, uh, he hands you a mug of tea, and he says, is, I just, is everything all right? You look troubled. Yeah, well, to be honest, nothing has been all right since I was, like, three years old, so this isn't, <laughs> like, particularly new, 
Is this in like a secluded corner or are you guys just chatting in the chapel where we're all sitting? I was, out, well, I was outside. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm out on the front stoop or something. Finn and Guppy are chasing each other around in the distance. <laughs> As the Yakety Sax plays. Yep. No, I've just, you know, it's funny that I ended up with these two who were given powers that they like to use and are proud of and I have been like this my entire life and I fucking hate it. Hmm. So. Well, I don't have much. Did you just swear in the house of the Lord? I'm on the front stoop of the house of the Lord. (laughs) Swearing on the front stoop, perfectly acceptable. Um, He kind of like sits next to you and he's like, I don't, I have far more experience and wisdom when it comes to magic that is received or channeled rather than what you're born with. Um, Actually, all I wanted to say to you was that if you're looking for somewhere to sleep, um... Your friend was telling me a little bit about some potentially unsettling dreams that all three of you have been experiencing, and this place is a holy place. He kind of gestures behind him. He's like, this this is a holy place, and as such tends to be more protected from those sort of, um, if there's anything from the outside that's attempting to influence your sleep, you won't find that in a place like this. And hopefully any, you know, dreams that are just normal, bad nightmares, um... You know, the, the, it perhaps can't be as prevented by magic, but um, sometimes just having a, a place where you feel more safe is helpful in terms of that. He kind of, like, laughs bitterly and is like, yeah, it's not from the outside, it's just me. Always has been. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but uh, thank you, though, <laughs> for the offer. I like that our podcast is unique and that it has a player who actively tries to harm themselves. (laughs) He gives you kind of a sad look um, in that way that people do when they like don't really know what to say. Um, And he sort of like hands you the tea and he's like, I would urge you to, uh, I have the same advice for you I have for your friends. Just be careful with, although with you, I would say be less careful with um, the magic that you're messing around with because you're not you don't seem to be interested in that at all but more (laughs) be careful with how far you're pushing your own limits i think perhaps you're going to find that that's going to have the opposite effect that you're hoping it'll have but um what do i know i'm just a priest um and he kind of like pats you on the shoulder um and goes back inside the church um cool this tea is delicious. <laughs> I love Father Ceviche. It tastes like fish. <laughs> Malachi appears on the stoop. Finn, Reagan and I are taking a nap. Be good out there. <sighs> you see Finn like Finn like st- like limps over, like rubbing his head and panting, and is like, I think I need a short rest too. Just blew through all my spell slots. <laughs> oh, it was rough. I hate that kid. Finn's shedding mage armor. <laughs> I clap a hand on Reagan's shoulders. I'm like, why don't we go inside for a bit? Guppy. Cool. Um, you guys all... <laughs> all of his spells. <laughs> um, Finn, short rest. At least he's soaked. <laughs> I'm really picturing, like, red hair and freckles and, like, a little snub nose on this kid. 
Okay. Oh, um. Cool. So you guys, we see we see Guppy lying in a ditch, twenty feet over. <laughs> the epilogue is just Guppy's funeral. <laughs> no, Guppy looks like he's fine. You guys see him like off. Kind he's of not like... dead. He's just lounging in the ditch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's doing that cool kid thing where he's like sitting on a roof and he like. Except for he's soaking wet. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he is soaking wet. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Wicked things back. Dark fin. Um, cool. So you guys uh rest or opt not to rest. Um Regan, do you at least come inside with us? If you coax me, I'll come inside with you. I put my hand on your shoulder. I don't know how much more you want out of me. Pick me up bridal style. I hold up a little scrap <laughs> of food and I'm like, come on. Finn, come on. you come take his feet. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. No Martine! I, I balance your tea, tea on my head. I have excellent balance. I grab the tea with my mage hand. Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> okay. So I go inside. Cool. You guys go inside. Um, we cradle you gently like a little babe. Yay. <laughs> Malachi naps. Finn gets a short rest in. Reagan gets some reading in. Um, time passes, um, and you guys kind of spend the afternoon here. Um, it comes to be evening um so you still have a few hours before um you need to go to the portal but we can just kind of i'm not going to make you go through all the work of basically um the the smart way to get out to the portal here is probably going to be like borrowing a fishing boat from someone as opposed to trying to take your big ship um just because of kind of like the distances (laughs) being covered here um i mean i know of a fishing boat that nobody's using yeah so um and i'm proficient in water vehicles Good. Um, so I, I'm not going to make you guys, like, RP through all of that. I can just say that you get a hold of the boat. I have, my my old fishing boat is, like, in, like, a ditch somewhere covered with a tarp, and we dig it out. And there's a montage where we restore it. Fast and Furious podcast, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Ludacris is there. We're not just restoring it. We're decking it out. Got a little cool. flame decal on the side. Gotta get the Nas on there. We name it Matte Black 2. Um, you, uh, I assume that at some point during this afternoon, Finn, are you going to tell your parents, like, we're not coming home tonight? Yeah. Well, I mean, we might be coming home tonight, but it might be pretty late. Okay. Uh, I've got a, I'm not really sure what I've got, but I've got an appointment out in, under the ocean by the reef. <laughs> Oh, um, they are mildly concerned about this, but they're kind of like, okay. You guys know Kathoth? You know, you know Kathoth? No, should we? Yeah, no one knows Kathoth. No. Uh, Well, yeah, we're doing some, I don't know. It's lurker stuff, you know. Okay, sweetie, have fun. Thanks. (laughs) Um, cool. So they, they know not to be alarmed. Um, and you guys, uh, get all your stuff you get in Finn's old fishing boat, you restore it, and you start to head off in the direction of the reef. Um, I will say that you guys can just go ahead and Finn make me a survival check with advantage. Thank goodness for the advantage. Uh, 20. <laughs> 20. Great. Uh, you find your way to kind of like directly to where you you know is like right above the reef um it's a couple hours until midnight um you would probably i would say so you guys know that finn and malachi both have ways to breathe underwater reagan doesn't you guys have those water breathing potions but you only have two of them and they last for an hour each so there's a little bit of kind of like timing that's happening here where if you want to be able to get in get out you're gonna have to think about at what point you want to go underwater 
how about I stay with the getaway car, and you guys go in, do the thing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Nani, just don't just don't call in for next episode. <laughs> yeah, it's <was> fine. <laughs> I have a conflict. <laughs> Damn. It's too bad there's no spell that you could have learned at this point that would allow you to breathe underwater, huh? Is I don't know. Is there? <laughs> yeah. There uh, is. Oh. Cool. <laughs> Um, can I ask Finn, just like sort of before we go, so like while I'm stalking, basically whether his dad indicated, or not his dad, whether Kathoth indicated any sort of danger? Uh, yeah, he said we might have to do some fighting to get our way in there. Did he say what sort of fighting? Like what sort of creatures? Not really. Just sort of unsavory denizens of the deep. Okay. Probably wet ones. Hannah, do I have any guess as to what sort of creatures might be in some sort of power portal? Um, or a coral reef. Or a coral reef. It's just sharks. Yeah, we Make just me a punch a bunch of hammerheads. <laughs> a nature check, you said? A nature check, yes. If it's just sharks, I can talk us out of it. 13. 13? Um, I think, so you would know that, like, there is the possible danger of just, like, yeah, exactly, sharks and other predators that live around reefs to prey on the fish. Um, they're also, then, if we're talking, like, source of power-wise, there could really be any type of weird creatures if you're expecting them to come from there. Um, but it's not like Gillsbury has had reports of lots of weird creatures around really ever. So you don't know mm. if that's like an assumption you can make. Um, that's fair. And then Kathoth had kind of mentioned like, I, at some point he said something like, um, people who don't like follow your father, who don't like followers of your father. So that you're not entirely sure what that could imply, but it could mean that there's like another, just like other underwater beings that are just like more powerful and more anti-lurker in the deep okay question with my vast knowledge of undersea creatures can i just sort of think to myself is there any animal that exists in this magical fantasy world that can like attach to a person's face and allow them to breathe underwater I will say Perhaps. that yes, that's a thing that exists, but that they don't live around Gillsbury. Hey, uh, Nurgle, can I, uh, <laughs> you want to slip into something more comfortable? <laughs> okay, let, this is an interesting idea. Let me look at the wording of Find Familiar. This would make my life easier. Wearing Nurgle as a mask. <laughs> if you think I'm wearing a squid on my face, you are sorely mistaken. <laughs> Regan forced to go underwater while wearing a Nurgle face mask. <laughs> if you think I'm going to eat Nurgle's ass. <laughs> um, yeah, so what I'm going to say about the animal is, um, Finn, go ahead and give me a, um, you're going to give me a charisma check. Because this is not how it's supposed to work. There's a specific amount of forms. It's not just any animal. There's specific ones. However, your patron is the lurker in the deep, and this seems like a legit thing to me, um, and would be kind of cool and funny. So, I'm gonna <laughs> let you make a charisma check. I'm gonna tell you the DC is, it's gonna be DC 20 to do it just here, just like cold with no kind of pre-preparation. This is just an idea you've had. Um, so go ahead and roll. 13. 13, okay. Um, so you you have this idea, you ask Nurgle about it, and Nurgle kind of looks at you with his eyes squinted, and he's like, ah! Um, Nurgle doesn't want Reagan to eat his ass either. <laughs> Thank God. You know, that's fair. But that might be something, I would say that if you wanted to kind of like, we, we could work that out 
for there to be a way for you to do something like that, but that you're not able to do it right now. Um, okay. Time to hit the books. But you guys do have those two, you have those two water breathing potions, um, which I think also, do those also give you a, yeah, they don't give you a swim speed. So Regan would have disadvantage then? I'm going to be swimming circles around you guys. He'll have disadvantage on attacks with his hammer. If he wants to use his brass knuckles or something okay. like that, he'd be okay. fine. Wait, so our swim, my swim speed is normal because of my armor and Finn's is because of the way he is. Would Regan's be half his walking speed? Where's your squat nimbleness now? Yeah, so you, um, I will say that in order that, yeah, typically Reagan would be slowed, uh, by being, having this, uh, by swimming. Um, I will let you make an athletics check to kind of, like, go, and I will let you guys kind of help him, because it, it makes sense to me that if you have people who are having magically enhanced swimming right kind of near you, Mm -hmm. um, that would help you to swim better. Um, so I would let you make a flat athletics roll to kind of keep up with them. Um, we can each hold one arm and pull it along with us. Yeah, we drag Reagan and we flutter kick. Uh, if if your swim speed becomes relevant, which uh, if you guys are just kind of casually swimming, this is more for like if we end up in combat and all of a mm-hmm. sudden it's relevant how fast you can move, I will let you make an athletics check to go at 30 feet. Um, hella. Okay, so you guys uh, <laughs> make your preparations. You do your planning. It is, I'm going to say it is 11 p.m., all right, drink up, Reg. Uh, I'm gonna stay with the getaway car. All right, um, Reagan, I bye. I guess. No, I. <laughs> I am not really comfortable with any of us being alone out here on the ocean, with whatever's going on. So I would really prefer if you would come with us. Can I also say that I did do a ritual to transform Nurgle into a crab so he can come underwater with us? Oh, for sure. Ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crab goal. Uh, yeah, so you, you, Finn, you do your ritual, you turn Nurgle into a crab, he, um, no longer makes Nurgle screeches, I guess he just kind of, like, clatters his little claws together. Can I pet little crab Nurgle? Yes. Yes. Does he pinch me? (laughs) Um. Or does he be nice? He, like, pinches you in, like, a very, kind of, like, the way that cats do that little, like, like, nip your finger and stuff like that. I go, oh, it tickles. (laughs) He can't hurt me. (laughs) His claws can't pierce my flesh. <laughs> All right, yeah, so we're up there. Reagan, come on. I told Kathoth I was going to bring two friends, and if I only bring one, it's going to be really embarrassing. I just I just don't think it's the world's best idea to put me into a place where there's powerful magical forces converging. That just Reagan, that's all we've done for the past month. Yeah, and has it gone Reagan, well? It's going okay so no, far. No, it hasn't. <laughs> We're level six. You might be. I'm not. I know that you have trouble with your own magic, but I don't think that this particular, based on what we heard from Finn and from Father Ceviche, this particular source of magic would not necessarily affect you any differently than it would affect the magic in me or Finn. If anything, I would think Finn might be the one most affected by this since it's... Since it is connected to his father in terms of where that power comes from and what it affects. Also, you guys should meet Kathoth. I think you'd like him. He's also very serious. Well, if he's anything like Davy Jones, I think I'm diametrically opposed to him. Um, (laughs) But I've got my jar of dirt, so we should be good. When have we ever (laughs) been serious, Finn? Listen, I don't want to go down there either. Then why do we have to? Can't we just dip? Because Finn's going. 
That's me. Yeah, I know. I don't think you're going to be able to convince him otherwise. Sure, I just can't uh, wait up here. I hold up Crab Nurgle, who's making like a sad crab puppy dog face. <laughs> no, stop. Don't give me the crab eyes. Don't give me the crab eyes. Come on, he Finn, wants to come. You hold up Crab Nurgle, and he looks into your eyes, Reagan, and he kind of like snaps his little claws. Hypnosis. And then he like looks up. He kind of like looks up and he like holds up his little claws and they start clacking more furiously um and you guys all glance up into the air and you see a a form like a v formation of uh five creatures that are flying towards you oh Um, no these are not humanoid figures these are big like bird looking things um as they as they draw clear uh closer i want all of you to give me a perception check we're tabling this reagan 19. I I got a 5, but when I'm assuming they see it, and once they something, I'd like to put on my night vision goggles, which I haven't yet done. So that's how I'm cool. flavoring this, okay? Cool. I have a 13. 13, cool. Um, so all of you spot these creatures flying towards you. Uh, Finn, you get a clearer look. You see that these are big, um, winged... Damn, it's hard to describe this thing. It's like the, the they look like birds of prey, like just like really big like hawks or falcons, but they have like a head that almost looks like deer-like. And these wow, like that one looks like Margot Robbie. Big these what? big oh birds of prey. Good birds one. Uh, these like big antlers. Um and these like oh that one looks like a periton <laughs> there, there we go reagan <laughs> recognizes them um these like sharp chomping teeth did you just know that name off the top of your head <laughs> um cool so and finn with your 19 you see that each of these uh monsters uh has two uh humanoid figures riding on their back so a total of 10 of these humanoid figures it's dark enough and they're still kind of coming and they're coming at you quick so you can't get too much of uh, a good look at them but they look like they're you can tell that they're green distinctly not human um, almost look like maybe like goblinoid but bigger than goblins and they are very clearly making a beeline directly for you I'm gonna say you guys have one round's worth of actions before we're gonna roll initiative do you think they're friendly I put on my goggles what the hell? Ben, <laughs> I thought you said this was all underwater. Oh. Okay, um, so we have one round of actions that we can take, you said, Hannah? Yeah, it, basically just like if you guys have anything you want to do real quick. There are 15 creatures coming towards us. Correct. Yes. I shout up, are you friendly? How far are they right now? Right now they are 120 feet out. Uh, you're just yelling at them in common, Finn? Yeah. Uh... You see one of the, like, little green guys, um, the one who's on, like, at the front of the the one that's in front of this V formation, uh, raises a little spear and just kind of yells, like, We are here for the source of power at the portal! <laughs> oh, you're here for the portal party! What a coincidence! Wait, are We're you, We're gonna like... get there first! Oh, not friendly. We can all go there together. Right, Finn? Is this, like, an exclusive event? Uh... Apparently not. Hannah, do we get the sense that they're about to attack us or they're just going to the por- portal party? Uh, it looks like they're about to attack you. Okay. They're, they're like, they're like, we're going to claim the power for ourselves, um, is ah. the, what's being conveyed here. Hey, uh, Reagan, you still want to stay up here? Are they very high up or just far away? They're 120 feet away. 
It's like, it's an angle. They're coming in at an angle. Gotcha. They're diving down toward you guys. <laughs> they're doing a helicopter landing and they're just gonna smash down directly on top of us. <laughs> I think I'm gonna, I think my first move is I'm gonna cast Moonbeam. Okay. And I'm gonna cast it right around us. So that if they enter into our range, they're automatically gonna have to roll for the radiant damage. Okay. So Malachi hears those two exclaim something, snap my goggles down from on top of my head where I forgot they were sitting. <laughs> Malachi looks so funny right now in a full plate mail. And then I'm picturing like, you know, the goggles that your dentist wears that have like the little magnifying lenses. I, I want them to look like cat eye sunglasses. Can that be a, the thing? Is that cool? Sure. <laughs> Malachi thinks it's cool. They remind him of Nira. <laughs> I feel like she would she would rock some cat eye sunglasses. Okay, so I see them coming and I do have my rock with me now, so I do have the materials. Okay. So a silvery beam of pale light shines in a five foot radius, forty feet high, centered on the point within range. That point is going to be us here in the boat. Okay. Boy, that's gonna mess you up with the night vision goggles on. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, is this gonna damage us? It, no. Yes. Does it? When a creature enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there. Oh, I didn't think, or you know, I could cast it right in front of us. Yep, if you just right on top of them, it's gonna catch, I'm gonna say uh, you can catch the first three um, of the flying creatures, this V in your moonbeam. Okay, so I'm gonna cast it on the first three. So those three and the six people on top of them have to roll a con save. Okay. So first, I'm, I'm, these are, this is for the mounts. Ooh, they fail. Um, okay. Yeah, that's a four. Um, this is for the guys on the first. What's your spell save DC? Does a 15 pass? So if my save is a 15, do they pass or fail? Uh, then they pass. Okay. Damn. Cool. So these guys just barely pass. So all three mounts fail and all six riders pass. Yes. Yes. Okay. Are any of them shape changers? Um, <laughs> just wonder. <laughs> just, just, just for curiosity. Uh, no, they are not. Okay, because if they were, they would have disadvantage. But fun. Oh, I rolled nineteen. Did you really? Wow. Okay. My first good roll of the session. Cool. Very nice. So, the the mounts all take nineteen, and the riders take what nine? Because it's if it's half, you round down. Correct. Okay, so that's what Malachi does, and also that means we can see them. Yeah, so Malachi does throws up that spell. Um, what do you guys want to do with your first kind of actions here? Uh, I cast Mage Armor on myself. Hella. Reagan, what do you do? I'm gonna rage. Cool. Do I get a bonus action? Guys, this yeah. looks sick as fuck. All right. I shout up at them. You know, this is lurker territory. And I spawn my tentacle up in the air next to them. And it smacks the one at the front. Cool. Uh, go ahead and make an attack roll. Are you attacking the mount or are you attacking the guy? The guy. Cool. Uh, that's a nine to hit. Nine does not hit. All right, but it waves threateningly. Sick. Uh, they're going to fly closer in this round that doesn't really exist. I should have just had you guys roll initiative. It was silly of me not to, but... I assume the ones who didn't initially get hit with the moonbeam fly around it, or are they... They're going to... Yeah, they'll fly around it. Um, so they're all flying closer to you. We're going to go ahead and roll initiative, but they're going to be closer to you when we pick up, because that it was... Honestly, it was stupid of me to not just have us roll initiative. And Finn, don't forget to roll separately for Nurgle, if you want to. Nurgle as the crab! Uh, I got a 12. Nurgle got a 17. 
king. Oh, good for Nurgle. I also have a 12, so Andy and I are going to have to roll off. Uh, it's a 10 for me. Eight. I got an 18, so I'm going ahead of Andy. Sick. First up in initiative is actually Nurgle. Uh, what do you want him to do, Andy? Uh, Nurgle... Well, he doesn't have wings anymore, so there's not a lot he can do. <laughs> Throw him! Uh, <laughs> he, um, can give, he can give the help action to one of you. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll have him help me with what I do. Cool. Um, next up is the one of the groups of people who are riding. These are the ones who are in the back who have not been um, hit uh, yet by the moonbeam. Their mounts kind of go around the moonbeam. Um, the mounts look strong. Uh, they are, these are pretty strong monsters. You hit them with your moonbeam for a lot of damage, and they're still going. Um, they, uh, yeah, they're, I mean, they distinctly were damaged by the moonbeam, but, like, these guys look more dangerous than their riders, who are just these little green guys who have, like, tridents and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and they are, so they're, they're, you know, they're not not dangerous, but they, um, are less dangerous. Um, and they, I have them grouped so that the two guys who are riding on the one in front look stronger than the others and, like, they're in charge. Um, they're their own group. These are the sergeants. And then the other guys are around. They're in two different groups. So this is the first group of four of them. Does that make sense? Okay. So those two paratins kind of come out to the side. They go around the moonbeam. Um, and all four of these guys are going to kind of lean out and throw tridents at you guys. Okay. Um, you see that they've each got like a couple of these. Um, and they are, so this is kind of, this happens as they kind of come within like 20 feet of you guys. All four of them are going to throw tridents. I think three of them are going to aim at Malachi for doing that thing that, uh, was scary. Um, and the uh, last one is going to aim at Finn for making a tentacle appear. Um, so fierce, these are the ones that are at Malachi. Okay. Um, oh, good God. Guys, my my uh, terrible rolls are back. I could roll well for Father Ceviche and no yes, one else. <laughs> um, we love the you. highest. The highest of these is a thirteen, which doesn't hit, and the other two are even lower. So, um, but against Finn, ah, there we go. That is a <laughs> of uh, course dirty it's better on hit. Finn. <laughs> um, you take just uh, just two piercing damage as this trident Ow. kind of like glances past your shoulder. Definitely not friendly. The others clatter to the other tridents, like clatter to the uh, deck of the ship. Um, hey, free tridents! Sick. Um, that's going to be that's going to be Malachi's turn. So they're within twenty feet now. Uh, yes, but they're all still in the air, and no one is in melee range with you. But we do have the tridents that fell. Would it constitute anything for me to take the time to pick one of those up, or no? Sure, if you want to pick one up, that's a free object interaction. Okay, so while I still have this up, since I have it for a minute, I'm just going to use my action to move the moonbeam. So I'm going to move it to a five-foot radius of wherever there are the most guys. I can move it 60 feet. I'm going to say that so because what they fundamentally did was take the dash action, you actually So can't. they moved 100 feet, so I can't move it that far. Okay. Yeah. Um, if that's the case, do you know what the jav- or what a trident stats are? Because I have a javelin I can throw, but if a trident is going to be any different, then I'll just use one of those. Tridents and tridents and javelins both do one d six piercing. They're essentially okay. Identical. So if well, I, I'm gonna pick up a trident then because I don't want to throw away my own personal javelin. Smart. <laughs> Go ahead and make an attack. Well, that was a nat one. Um. Does not hit. Uh, <laughs> Malachi impales himself in the foot. You do have two attacks, but it would probably have to be your own javelin. I think. 
You know what? Fine. I'll throw my own damn javelin. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and that is going to be a 19. Does that hit? Uh, yes, it does. Go ahead and roll your damage. Oh, shit. I didn't say what I was attacking. Uh, what's within range of me? Uh, within the range of the javelin, anyone. Okay. I'm going to attack one of the mounts rather than one of the riders because A, they look stronger. B, if I can down one of those, hopefully the guys go down too. Um, yeah. I think I'd like to attack the one carrying the two leaders. Cool. Go for it. And that's the mount that I hit for 19 originally, right? Yes. Okay. Oh my god, I rolled a fucking one. So it's going to be a five uh, damage. Cool. It takes the five damage. Um, it looks, I mean, it, it does look pretty fucked up, mostly from that moonbeam, but uh, it is still going. Okay. Finn, that is you. All right. First, telepathically, I reach out and try to talk to the mounts and ask one of them, like, hey, what are you doing? Uh, the mounts don't have a swim speed. So you actually can't. All right, guys, don't worry. The mounts aren't going underwater. <laughs> uh, good. Establish that. Uh, and then yeah. I'm going to Eldritch Blast. I hold up my arm with Nurgle on it, and I say, guide my aim. <laughs> and I Eldritch Blast uh, one of the leader goblins. Oh, I could see you using cool. him like sights. <laughs> exactly. 18. Yeah, 18 hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Eight damage. Okay. And, oh my god, I forgot. I have two Eldritch Blasts now. Um, yeah, you do. And they're bo- I'm going to put them both at the same guy. Nice. That's another 18. Nice. And 11 damage. So this Ooh. dude takes 19 all told. Yeah, he does. Uh, he does not like that at all. He does not look like he's doing well. Yeah, well, let's see if he likes a tentacle. <laughs> Hell yes. 19 to hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Three. <laughs> cool. He is still going, but he is, like, hanging on by a thread here. Doesn't have to go like this. You can turn around. We're going to get to that source of powerful that. He's kind of, like, at this point, he's... <laughs> you don't even know what it is, do you? He's sort of, like, wheezing past his, like, very broken ribs as you hit him with two Eldritch Blasts and also a tentacle. How much did you hit him for with those? Altogether, 27 damage. Holy shit. Turn. Yeah. Uh, Finn is strong. Um, that's going to be, uh, Reagan, that's your turn. I'm going to shoot the foremost leader mount betwixt the eyes with a crossbow. Cool. Now, okay, so this crossbow is has something wrong with it, and I don't know what's wrong with it. Not wrong with it. It's special. Yeah, but just for, for consideration, I don't know what this is going to do. It's Nira's, right? Yeah, I stole it, uh-huh. and it's broken, so I don't know what it does. <laughs> Why would you steal a broken weapon? It's a nat one. <laughs> Comes to a seven. It's broken. Cool. Not your fault. Um, it backfires. Yeah. Yes. No. Um, unfortunate for me. Unfortunate for me that it definitely is supposed to do something on a nat one, and I don't know if I wrote that down. Oh no. Because sometimes I have thoughts and I don't write them down. So I was just thinking, God, I hope he doesn't roll a nat one. <laughs> um, I think that what it does. So she was like messing around with it. I think um, it gets, like, you go to, so you you hold it up and you go to fire and you're kind of like aiming, you're in, you just went into a rage, so you're like ready for this. Um, And instead, it just starts getting like really, really hot in your hands. (laughs) What the Um, fuck? And you uh, take, um, do make me a constitution saving throw. You get Malachi's aura. Yeah, you get, so you get a plus four to this. Comes to a dirty 20. Comes to a dirty 20. Great. So you pass the save. Um, so as this thing gets super hot in your hands, you only take four uh, fire damage from it just getting hot in your hands. Um, and you can choose to hold on to it if you want, um, or you can drop it as it very clearly will continue uh, making you take damage. 
I see this. I say, Reagan, use a trident. <laughs> Reagan, dunk it in the water to cool it down. Oh, yeah, or that. <laughs> Am I a joke to you guys? They gave us all these weapons for free. Yeah. <laughs> Be resourceful, Reagan. Uh, I chuck it into the water. Cool. <laughs> it sizzles slightly as it hits the ocean. Wait, you let go of it? Wait, wait, my sister made that. Oh my god, can I not make the two of you happy in any way? <laughs> I didn't mean let it go. He meant put it down. I jump into the water as well. Cool. Uh, Alright, we're going. I just dive. I'm gone. Cool. Reagan, uh, hard pivots from what you were trying to convince him of before and starts to dive. Um, actually, Nolani, as you go below the water for the first time, go ahead and give me a perception check. That was a nat 20. <laughs> uh, comes to a dirty 20 anyways, though, so booyah, baby. Hell yeah. Uh, cool. So you've you've got dark vision. It's dark down here because it's the ocean and it's midnight. Um, but uh, with a dirty 20 on perception, uh, you can make out the shape of the reef uh, kind of in front of and below you. You know, it's about, it looks like about um, 500 feet away. Um, and you also see that under the water there is um that there are a couple of really really big like bigger than you've seen except kind of like out in the like uh in the wildest parts of the ocean that you've been in in your times as a sailor sometimes you will see uh creatures like this but these these are bigger than anything you've seen recently these enormous sharks yes um, that are just just massive and like the like uh, the mag up above they have they have these green guys riding on the back of them. And you see them kind of starting to head toward you, but I will say that you can also see that there is a, um, you can you can see that there is an entrance into the reef that these guys are not gonna be able to fit through. So if you can get to that entrance and get through, then you will be able to get away from the giant sharks. Otherwise, uh, these things are big and look hungry and also look like they are uh, friends with these little green guys who clearly don't like you. Oh. So, um... We're now in the film The Meg. Yes! Hey, Malachi. Reagan didn't drink a potion, did he? No, I was also thinking that. Hmm. Okay. Great. Uh, that is Reagan's turn. Uh, that is the sergeants. They are going to go ahead and... Uh, the one that Finn just completely fucked up is going to throw a net at Finn. Um, his oh. mount kind of, like, swoops closer, and they're gonna throw a net at you. That is a... Joke's on you, I love nets. <laughs> well, does a 15 hit? No. Cool. Uh, you managed to, uh, dodge out of the way of it. Um, the second one behind him, I think, is going to do the same thing, but to Malachi. Damn. No, that's a net two. Um, so that does not work. But um, they, uh, so they throw their nets and miss. That makes me sad. Okay. Um, Do they land on the boat still? No, they have not landed. No, 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 the nets, the nets. Oh yeah, the nets land on the boat, yeah. Are they nice nets? Yeah, they've got like hooks on them. Oh nice, we should bring them back to your, your parents, Finn. <laughs> oh yeah, they'd like that. Uh. Um, the other, uh, the other of these guys are going to go ahead and make attacks. They are going to throw their tridents. Um, this time, three of them are going for Finn and one's gonna go for Malachi. Oh. Um, so these are the ones against Finn. Can I stand in front of Finn? No. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, okay, so one of those misses, the other two hit. Uh, armor class 16, is that right? Yeah. 
Yeah, so one of those misses, the other two hit. Um, that is... Oh, sorry. Wait, these guys are weaker. Only one of them hits. Um, that is... Damn. Just three piercing damage. Um, this one's going to throw out Malachi. Okay, not one. Um, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, they want me to live. all over the place now. Um, however, it is now the Periton's turns. And these guys... Ruh -ruh. Um, yeah, so this is, they're going to do their dive attacks. Um, so what that means is they are going to come screeching down out of the sky, um, and they are going to make, yikes, okay, let's do this. Um, so two of them are going to, the this is the first one is going to go after Finn. He's going to go after you. This is first with its gore attack with these uh, antlers that it has. Don't like that. And then it's going to go for you with its talons. So gore Man, attack. Should we have run from these guys? Uh, that's an... 18 to hit. Uh, Finn, you take five piercing damage from that one. Second attack with the talons. Uh, that's also going to hit. That is a nine piercing damage. Ooh. Um, second one is also going to go after you with both of its attacks, oh Finn. Oh my god. <laughs> um, that's a, that one hit. That's a 12 to hit. Finn, you're getting eaten by a deer. And then with the talons, uh, uh, this is a 17, Finn. You're going to take... Um, uh. Well, fortunately, I can't roll for damage. So five piercing damage from those talons. That's still pretty bad. Oh, yes. So sorry, Finn. Um, you also take an additional. Um, th <laughs> this is the reason that it was bad is because they're diving and they do extra damage when they dive. Oh so from those two guys attacking, you get an additional uh, eight piercing damage. Cool. I have six health. <laughs> Cool. Uh, fortunately, the other three are going to go after Malachi. Um, so first, this is a um, first gore attack against you, Malachi. Um, that's not going to hit. Talons, um, does a 14 hit? No, right? No. No. Okay. Second one. Um, that is a... Okay, this one hits with the talons. So you take 10 piercing damage from the talons. 10? Okay, and then... Mm -hmm. And then this is the the last one of the group. Uh, neither of those are going to hit because you have good armor class. I sure do. Cool. That's their turn. Back to the top of initiative. That's Nurgle. King. <laughs> um, okay. Question. <laughs> yes. How big are these potions? Could Nurgle hold it in his claws Ooh. and like ferry it to Reagan? Yeah, I'll let Nurgle do that. That's so cute. Right. That's what I want to do. I'm like, Malachi, give Nurgle a potion. I, I flip Nurgle a potion. All right, Nurgle, take this to Reagan. I I mean, I assume he'll know what to do, hopefully. <laughs> Feels like he could figure this one out. And then I, I drop Nurgle in the water. <laughs> cool. Nurgle takes the potion in his little claws uh, and swims it toward you. Um, Reagan, you see him heading toward you. We'll uh, resolve that on your turn. Um, <laughs> the giant sharks that are down here are just kind of swimming around. They don't appear to have immediately noticed you, um, but they will kind of on the end of their turn here, they sort of notice you, Reagan, and start swimming in your direction. You guys have a head start on them in terms of uh, them not immediately reaching you. Uh, yeah, cool. Um, this is the the other basic uh, of these guys' turns. Um, they... Each had two tridents, so they're going to go ahead and throw their tridents again on their second trident. Um, oh, real creative. More tridents. <laughs> and then they'll be out of weapons. Finn, do not bait them. <laughs> um, so the f I think we're past that being an issue. 
Two of them are gonna throw at Finn. I cast Compelled Duel. No. Oh my god. I rolled two twos, so neither Yay! of them hit. Ooh. Um, this is these two at Malachi. Oh my god. <laughs> I rolled an 18 and a nat 20. Um, <laughs> so the two that are on one of yes. these guys both take aim at Finn and completely whiff. Um, and then a nat 20. So that is going to be a total of... Between the two tridents, there we go. Now I can roll. Um, Great. I'm still just 14 piercing damage as these two tridents like poof, into you. Okay. Uh, that is Malachi's turn. Finn said they can't swim, right? Yeah, Finn shouted to you right. that the mounts can't swim. You don't know about the green guys, although some of them are now out of weapons. Uh, Malachi, make me, now that they're closer, make me a uh, perception check. It's going to be an 18. 18. Uh, these things look like they are like a hawk with the head of a deer. Uh, they can probably do like what a hawk can do and kind of like skim the surface of the water and but grab not, a fish like, that's under. right at the surface. But there's no way these things are done. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Is there anything besides that first guy? Do any of them else otherwise look really fucked up? Or is it just that first guy who looks really fucked up? The first guy looks really fucked up. Um, a bunch of the other ones look pretty fucked up. Um, the ones who took the moonbeam damage, they're all pretty close to being dead, but, like, there's four of them. Okay. To administer, administer something to someone else is an action, not a bonus action, right? Correct. To, like, give someone a potion or a good berry. Right. Uh, uh. Finn, you're at, you're at six, you're pretty bad, right? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm at six. But, like, the, the way that initiative is, Malachi, you know that it's you, then Finn, then Reagan before any of the other bad guys go. Okay. All right. I'm gonna say to Finn, I'm like, I'm going after Reagan. Take out what you can before you dive in. And I'm going to throw a trident at that head guy one more time. So that's gonna be a 19 to hit. Absolutely hits. Yeah, go ahead and roll damage. Uh, seven damage. He's gone. Good. Uh, you tried it right through the center of the chest and he falls backward off his periton. Okay. Ha! Um, so. <laughs> Me, underwater. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> How fucked up is the second leader looking? Because I still have one more attack. Uh, the second leader looks healthier than anybody else up here. Is there anyone that looks really, like, potentially like I could kill them in one hit or no? Um, yeah, the the other guys who are um, normal guys who got hit by the moonbeam look like they could get killed mm -hmm. in one hit. Okay, I'll leave Finn to go for the other leader, I think, and I'm going to go for one of those guys. Could I say that I just, like, picked up two tridents and boom, boom? Uh, yeah. I'll say that there's so many tridents on the deck now. Because they've yes. thrown a lot. You, and, you, and you pull one that you got hit with. I pull, yeah. the two, I pull the two out that they hit me with and just, like, flip them yeah. around in my arms and go like that. Oh, classic Reagan. See, it feels yeah. good, Very doesn't hot. it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so that's going to be 23 to hit. Hits. And it is going to be 8 damage. Hell, yeah. Uh, that's enough to kill him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you, you take out two of these guys, and then you turn and jump in the water? Yes, I take out two of those guys, and I think I have everything I need. I jump in the water, presuming that Finn will follow once he makes an attack. Fantastic. Uh, Finn, that is your turn. Am I allowed to move once I'm in the water, or just diving in is the movement? Um, diving in is the movement, and then you have a little bit of movement. You okay. can start swimming. Can down. I see Reagan and just, like, follow him? Yep, you can catch up with Reagan. <sighs> so, uh, alone at last, huh? <laughs> I'll just blast. <laughs> I'll just blast the leader. Uh, all right, so one of them I got uh, 12, and the other I got a 25. Uh, 12 does not hit, 25 does. Wow. 
Wow, minimum damage. That's five damage. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then the tentacle is still in play. Hell yeah. 20 to hit. Dirty yeah. 20. Yep, that hits. And five damage. Cool. Uh, he's still up. All right. But he has been hit. All right, well, uh, I'll be seeing you. And I jump into the water. <laughs> well, hopefully <Cool>. not. <laughs> you jump into the water. Uh, you start to dive down after your friends. Uh, Reagan, your turn. Um... Do I see everything that's there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Malachi and Finn, you guys both hit the water. You start to swim. You see the reef 500 feet ahead of you guys. Although, actually, I'm going to say you all you all get to swim a bit. So it's now, uh, you know, 470 feet okay. ahead of you. Um, there is also the um, these two big sharks swimming around. Um, and Finn, you in particular, go ahead and give me an insight check. 16. 16. Um... The green guys, who I'm just going to tell you, they're called colinths. They're like aquatic goblins. Um, they are, like, working with these sharks, but, like, it's a tenuous relationship. You're pretty sure, like, something could be done here. <laughs> and also that just, like, if you guys weren't mm. around, the sharks might just go for them and take out this problem for you. All right. So talking is a free action. So as I start swimming towards the... Uh, the reef. I just want to telepathically reach out to those sharks and be like, uh -huh. Gentlemen! Surely there's no need for this. Hi. <laughs> hey! Nice to meet you. I'm Finn. Nice to meet you. We're big sharks. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that about My you. My name's Bruce. Very cool. We uh, we don't we don't want any trouble here, right? I mean, I, I want it. Trouble, yes. I'm, I'm into trouble. Oh. Well, all right. Well, on that, we differ. Uh, but... We're gonna get a little snack. That's what cool. this guy said. You know who would make a great snack? Right on your back, but... huh? The little green, the little green guys. Interesting, interesting. They already gave us a snack. There are more coming. Right, yeah, but but you could have another snack if you eat them. Ooh, wait, Hannah. If those other ones um fall come into the water, will the sharks smell their blood? <laughs> they might. <laughs> and in fact, there's two appetizers right there. And I point to the corpses that have hit the water. Uh, Finn, <laughs> go ahead and make me a persuasion check. Uh, 14. Okay. Um, they're listening, but they're not fully convinced yet. And I'm going to say that's all you can say on this turn. Uh, we will come back, circle back around to that on your next turn. Uh, Reagan, that is your turn. Okay. So I did not intend to swim, actually, away from the boat at all. Uh, so when I chucked the crossbow and then dove just to prove a point it was really just to prove a point so i'm still like under the boat but you see us dive in and you see nurgle with a little water breathing potion <laughs> offering it out to you <laughs> so cute seems weird to call him nurgle when he's a crab craggle <laughs> that doesn't fix it <laughs> hannah mm -hmm. given my proficiency in water vehicles and given that this is a very small fishing boat and I am a big, strong boy. I would like to capsize the boat. Do we have any stuff in there? No. Not really. Just a bunch of tridents. The nets for Finn's parents. <laughs> you just want to basically push on the bottom and try and tip the boat over? I want to, like, reach up and grab it by one side and flip it. Yeah. Uh, make me an athletics check. Recall that you have disadvantage. Yes. But also recall that you are raging, so that means you have advantage, so it cancels out to flat. Take whichever one you rolled first. Damn it! <laughs> I rolled a six, then an 18. Ah. Um, okay, that six comes to a 12. 
uh, 12 is not going to do it. You reach up and grab it. It kind of like tips a little bit, but you just don't quite have the momentum to get it to properly flip. Heck. How long can I hold my breath? Uh, your constitution modifier. I got time. Mm. Plus two. Plus two, you have two minutes. So here's the thing, though. Since we dove in and I said we were going to swim after Reagan, if Reagan wasn't swimming, then my first instinct would be to look around for him. So forget what I said about you being 470 feet from the reef. You guys are all 500 feet from the reef. Okay. I, well, I don't know what Finn did. Yeah, I'll stay with you guys. Okay. Cool. Okay, so that doesn't work. I'm going to surface and look around and assess what our enemy situation is. Make a insight check. Dove in for a reason. That's uh, a 13. The green guys are squaring up to prepare to dive into the water. Their mounts are not going to be able to dive, but could come and attack you if you are right here at the surface. There of the are eight guys left, right? All the mounts are still up. Um, one of the leaders and then seven normal guys. So yeah, there are eight guys up. You guys have been hitting all of them for a lot of damage. So like no one looks good. Like everyone's taken damage, but okay, a bunch of them are still up. I would like to... Attempt to charm the closest periton. With what? My charisma and animal mm. handling ability. I'm going to tell you straight up that's not going to work. Okay. You're welcome to try, but it will not work. Oh, well, Nalani's thinking. Yeah. <laughs> so my armor, does that allow me to speak underwater or no? No. So, But I'm going to say that Finn can telepathically communicate with you. Because I have a swimming <laughs> speed with this? <laughs> yeah. But I can't communicate with Reagan automatically? Reagan would have to do message to me. Correct. Malachi. Malachi, hello. <laughs> oh my god. You're hearing me through your thoughts. Do not be alarmed. So this is what it's like for the fish. Yeah. Great. I didn't know you were a fish. This is why. I'm not. I Do I look like a fish, Finn? I mean, no. But why can I talk to you then? It's because we're swimming, I assume. Okay, fuck it. I'll take the stupid mm. potion. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> You grab the potion from Nerd Crab, uh, bonus action to drink it. You can now breathe underwater. Will Finn be able to communicate with Reagan telepathically as well? I'm going to say yes, because okay. that's easier. Finn, we're going to have to use you as a middleman since I can't talk to Reagan under here. Aye, aye. I could talk to you, but I don't want to. Right, but <laughs> Finn can talk to you. That's the important part. Hey, Reagan, what's up? I hate everything. Yeah, <laughs> like what's new, though? This is so annoying because I can't hear anything that you guys are saying to each other and you can't hear anything that Finn's saying to me. Okay, Reagan, do you have anything else to do on no. your <laughs> Hey, Malachi, Reagan wanted me to tell you he's sorry for being disrespectful sometimes. Well, I don't care so much about respect and more just about him not being a fool. Uh. Reagan, Malachi says he's sorry for sometimes being overbearing. I, what? <laughs> Why is this coming up now? Yeah, to, I tr yeah, he totally said that. Reagan and I are making confused, suspicious eyes at each other. <laughs> Um, all of the colants, so the one sergeant that's left and then the other three that go after you guys in initiative, they do something with their action up on the surface that you guys can't see. Mm. Um, and then at the end of each of their turns, you see these, the, all four of them hit the water and start swimming toward you. Towards us? Not towards the reef? Uh, actually, you know what? Good point. They are just going to start swimming toward the reef. However, uh, you guys didn't, so they're a little bit ahead of you, but they do seem to be slower than you. Um... That is going to be Nurgle's turn. Uh, I'll keep Nurgle uh, to help me. Give me advantage on what, whatever I do. Hella. Uh, the giant sharks uh, swim toward you guys. Um, they are, these are huge, 
freaking sharks. I mean, they are like truly enormous. Um, look like they have just so many hit points. Um, and they <laughs> swim fast. Um, and they distinctly are smelling the blood in the water. So they're they're for sure smelling the uh, colon's blood in the waters, um, but they're also smelling you guys' blood in the water. And I'm gonna say that with this, they were pretty far away, but with this, uh, they kind of come up. So they are now, they're not quite in melee with you guys, but they are like very close. Were I to heal us, would they still be like, coming after our blood scent or would it be like it sort of goes away um i don't think you know okay because like we would obviously stop bleeding but i guess our blood would still be in the water (laughs) the blood goes back inside (laughs) (laughs) uh that is uh the other the other colons that were still up top uh you see that uh all four of them also into the water malachi that is your turn okay and they're gonna start swimming for the reef um I wish I had a way to communicate with Reagan. Um, I know they're big, so they're special in that regard. But these sharks don't... I'm anticipating your question. They look like they're just big sharks. They don't look like they're magic or anything like that. They're not, like, super smart? No. Okay. I want to telepath to both Reagan and Malachi and be like, I think I can talk the sharks onto our side. Don't antagonize them. Okay. Oh, be my fucking guest. I, I was thinking about commanding but I think that's probably better. All right, um, Finn, you have 10 good berries of your own, right? Do I? Lee sent you 10 good berries. Oh yeah. It looks as though Malachi's holding those according to the magic items document. Yeah, according to the magic items document, Malachi just has everything. I have everything. So, and you guys never divvied it up separately. So I guess I'm the carrying I'm the bad guy. You're my executor. What if if I'm not admin if I don't have to administer them to him, but I'm just giving them to him for him to take? That doesn't count as my action, right? Object interaction. Okay. Yeah. So I'm first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna hand Finn the good berries for him to consume on his bonus nice. action. Nice. So you can take ten of those. That'll put you at sixteen. You're looking pretty rough. I'm also going to. I think I'm gonna lay hands you for ten. Does that sound good? Nice. Oh, it sounds very good. Okay. So I lay, I um, wordlessly, like, I lay my hand on Finn's shoulder. I pass him the good berries. And then. Ooh, a treat. I want to gesture at him and Regan. <laughs> and I'm going to point towards the hole in the reef. And I'm going to start swimming that way. I think I can get 30 feet since I'm not taking a dash. Cool. Uh, you start swimming in that direction. Finn, that is your turn. All right. Uh, so I'm going to scarf those good berries. That's nice. a bonus action. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I'm going to talk to the sharks some more. And be like, hey, cool. All right, yeah, nice to get up close and personal. Uh, yeah, so those corpses. Uh, yeah, hey. Uh, those corpses right there, they're not even going to put up any kind of resistance. You can just go to town and. Do you uh, see how big my teeth are? I could just chomp. A little snack. I mean, yeah, that's all right. That's true. That's true. You're a discerning big toothed customer. You should tell them that Reagan's a sparky guy and. The rest of us aren't going to be too... Ch- Tell him I'm made of rock. I'm not going to be good. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Just so you know, this guy over here, he's straight up made of rock. Like, that's not going to be an enjoyable eating experience. <laughs> mm. uh, true. Whereas these these little green guys, they're nice and succulent. I can just tell. Mm. You can tell because you've killed them. <laughs> they do smell... Blood smells good. Yeah. Uh, Finn, make me another persuasion check. Uh, and can I have Nurgle help with this? Yeah, you can. By, like, making some aquatic animal noises. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Snaps his claws. 24. 
Oh, hell yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, Nurgle is actually what Nurgle's doing is Nurgle is like up behind Finn's <laughs> head and kind of like waving his claws almost kind of like threateningly. Is he like a big crab? No, he's just a normal size crab. <laughs> but he looks kind of scary as he's doing it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah, Finn, uh, you you do that. Uh, they look pretty convinced that they're that they would rather go after these guys than you. Nice. Hey, if you ever you ever need you never need a hand, just call me. My name's Finn. Well, after I don't we have a cell phone. <laughs> after we eat these guys, we'll probably eat you too. Snacks. Wow. That's fair. Uh, Finn. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Nothing personal. <laughs> no, I get it. You seem chill. I swim away. <laughs> cool. I swim away towards swimming. the the gate after Malachi. Hell yeah. I'm actually I'm gonna dash, so I'm gonna swim sixty cool. feet towards the reef. Finn takes off toward the reef. As he passes, I'm like, "We good with the sharks?" Oh yeah. Well, for now. <laughs> cool. Okay. That's all we need. We're a low priority for the sharks. You can always get him another snack. Your dad being the lurker and all. Although I don't know if you'd be willing That's to. True. I didn't. You know, I didn't want to pull rank on them like that and be a jerk about it. But I might. Would that compromise Finn's morals to summon a bunch of fish for these sharks to eat? Because the sharks are also swimming creatures. I will not do that. <laughs> uh, Reagan, that is your turn. I really angrily swim after the others. <laughs> Great. Are you taking a dash? Yeah, I guess I'll dash. Go ahead and make me an athletics check. With advantage from kind of dragging the drag from uh, Malachi and Finn. 19. Cool. Uh, you manage to uh, keep pace with them. So you are now... So Finn is 420 feet from the reef. Uh, Malachi and Reagan are both... Uh, well, Malachi's at 460. Uh, Reagan is at... Question. Uh, yes? I'm the kid asking for homework right now, but I don't want us to get called out by our listeners. Shouldn't Reagan's check there be a flat score? Oh, true. What was the first one you rolled? <laughs> you give our fans so much credit. Uh, 12. Uh, okay. No, with a 12, that's still fine. Um, You're able to keep keep pace with them with a 12 because of squat nimbleness is how I'm justifying this. Your, your speed is already higher. And I'm an experienced swimmer. And you're a sailor, yeah. Uh, you know what? Actually, you know what, Nalani? I'm not sorry for this. You deserve to be punished for not sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool, 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 cool. Uh, that is the Colinth's turns. They're also swimming. Um, they're keeping pace with you guys, but they're slower, so they're kind of like around where Malachi is. Okay. Um, Nurgle, what do you want him to do, Finn? Yeah, stick with me and help. Hell yeah. Um, this is the giant sharks. Um, I was going to have it's, this be a luck check thing, but with a 24 persuasion, they're just going to start going for the colids. So one of them is going to go ahead and he is just going to try and bite one of the nearest ones. Very cool. <laughs> Love yep, this for he us. He hits. Uh, and the other one also hits. They only have one attack each, but it does a bunch of damage. I'm going to see if any of the, either of the colons make it through <laughs> this. Is this is um, very good. Absolutely not. Um, and... Oh, bad damage. Hey, the second one actually pulls through. He oh, is man. actively being eaten by a shark. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, cool. Um, hell yeah, that is going to be Malachi's turn. Um, this time I am going to dash, so I'm going to swim 60 feet. Sick. Uh, you are now 400 feet from the mouth of the reef. Um, that is going to be uh, Finn. Yeah, I'm just going to dash. Cool. Um, you are 300 and 360 feet away from the mouth of the reef. Um, that's going to be Reagan. That is your turn. Um, I don't want to hurt the sharks. The sharks are distracted. 
I don't have any magic spells that can be used. I am breathing underwater, despite not liking it at all. What do you have against breathing underwater? It's fucking <laughs> unnatural is what it is. Wow, rude to Finn. Finn's fucking unnatural is what he is. <laughs> Can't argue with that. Yeah. Uh, Finn is learning a lot of really new fun words from listening inside Reagan's head. Uh... Hannah, can I make an arcana <laughs> check? Arm hair check. Just in general? Yeah, I just want to get a sense of what's going on down here. Does it feel, like, bad? Like, am I like, fuck, 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 I hate this? Or is it like, oh, the arm hair's kind of like this? Or is it like... Oh, yeah, 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 go ahead and make an arcana check. It's a five. <laughs> five? Uh, your arm hairs are distracted by the sudden ability to breathe underwater and also the giant fucking sharks. Uh, you get the sense that you might be able to be get a more clear sense of what the hell this feels like when you're closer All to right. it. Alright, I'll dash after Finn then. Cool. Um, you guys dash, you are beginning to get closer. Uh, Reagan's at 380. Um, that's all the colants. They are also dashing, although now with significantly more panic because of the sharks. So funny. <laughs> and I'm actually going to say that if you guys are willing to just, as I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing the math ahead in my head Assume here. Assume that we're all dashing. If, if you guys are all going to dash, what's going to happen is the sharks are going to spend their time eating the colants. They're slower than you, so you guys can outpace them, mm -hmm. and you will hit the reef before the sharks do. Okay. So unless anybody okay. wants to do anything else in this combat we can just I'm do, I'm i've done the math totally we can fast cool forward. with skipping all that dashing so <laughs> you guys speed ahead i will simply narrate over over a couple of rounds here uh you guys speed ahead um and you see the sharks uh eat all of the colons <laughs> very cool here. i love that <laughs> my god i'm actually gonna say a couple of them are maybe smart enough to swim back up and go get on their peritons and go away <laughs> um because they basically they spent time telling their peritons to like wait for them um so a couple of them swim back up and get away but the rest get eaten by the sharks and then the sharks do turn and start coming after you guys but they're not quite fast enough and you guys just uh finn first and then malachi and then reagan you just squeeze through this little hole in the reef um it's not that little it's like a doorway sized but too small for the sharks um and you guys get in and you find yourselves uh inside the the winding passages of this coral reef as behind you uh you see a big shark mouth kind of like <laughs> at the uh, entrance of the reef uh but you guys are safely inside uh and that is where we will end this session as we will uh begin tracing our way through the coral and to the center of power whatever and whatever is waiting there uh <laughs> next session very fun <laughs> Good job, guys. Oh, my God. Okay. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Um, if you like us and want more of our content, you can find us on social medias at Ship of Fools Cast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. And you can also find us for a lot more content at patreon.com slash ship of fools where we have our exclusive um after show where we talk about what happened in the episode and what our thoughts are on it um as well as some bonus one shots and our bonus campaign folio and some other fun stuff so check us out and thank you as always to the people who make this show work thank you to lucas mangold for our beautiful theme music um you can find him for all your music needs at lucascarlmusic at gmail.com that is carl with a k and thank you to theo golden for our beautiful logo you can find him on instagram at t golden art and hey thank you to you the listener um seriously
Thanks for listening. Tell your friends about the show. Um, and catch us again with our next episode as we discover what's going on in Gillsbury on June 22nd. Until then, we will see you on the open seas.